Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 60 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting show. I am one of your hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined as always by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano, the boys. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. Hell yeah. What about you, Eli? How you doing today? Doing good. How you doing? How you doing, man? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- things are good. You, got, you guys sound good. It's, a bit, it's been, uh, in actuality, quite a while since we recorded, since we did that little uh, time-lapse thing for episode 59. So it's been about three, uh, three weeks or so, three and a half weeks since we've hopped on the mics together. And yeah. uh, apparently I missed a lot. I don't know. We were yeah. catching up a little bit before the show. Lots yeah. been going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots happened, man. And we're not just talking about Stranger Things coming out, Obi-Wan coming out, which is some banger shit right there, by the way. Both of those. Oh, man. And that's like the first thing I did when I got home yesterday, because I've been gone on my honeymoon for, uh, for 10 days. So just got back late last night, or kind of midnight, mid of, middle of the night last night, I should say. And uh, I watched an episode of Stranger Things and an episode of Obi-Wan with Steph, like, right away. <laughs> so, Yeah. I'm happy to be back. Uh, Canada is is a weird place. It's Monopoly money up there. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. The exchange- it's like a rainbow, isn't it? Yeah, dude. the The exchange rate is uh is pretty dope. We had like a tracker going the whole time with our budget that we had, and like we would deduct everything we purchased along the way. And we actually ended because of uh, very generous people from our wedding giving us money and stuff. We actually ended still with a couple hundred left for the budget. So I was pretty pretty happy about that. Uh, but yeah, Pat, the trophy hunter, uh, you know, Montreal is a, a very beautiful place. Thanks for the advice. He was DMing me some places to go, uh, when I was there with Steph and, uh, we had a wonderful time going to did Montreal. Guys, go ahead. Did you guys meet up? We did not meet up. Oh my. What? Missed opportunity. Yeah. Bro. We did not meet up. Although I almost, I could have swore I saw him because I saw Harley Davidson <laughs> and a guy with a huge beard <laughs> in downtown mm. Montreal. So I could have swore it was him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we were actually only in Montreal for like two full days. And then we we did Quebec City and uh, Montebello, which is like in the woods. So we kind of did like a big city. So it's almost like a uh, Portland and San Francisco vibe. And then Quebec is like a really ancient kind of like it's everything was built in like the 1600s. So it's like cobblestone streets and everything like that. Mm. And then Montebello is like the middle of the woods. So we kind of did a biddle, a biddle, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Oh, shit. Picture, the, the picture of the hotel you took, was that from Quebec? Yeah, the, the big-ass one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at night. Yeah. What are you guys, what are you guys saying? You're like Hogwarts Castle? That's, yeah, dude, that thing is insane. It's probably the nicest hotel I've ever been in and probably will go to. It's like a five-star hotel. My parents were really, they paid for that hotel for us to stay at as like our uh, wedding present. And it was just like... Holy moly, dude. Insane. Like, the, the lobby and the elevators, everything's, like, got gold all over it, you know? And you get in there, and there's, like, a spa and, like, a sauna, an indoor pool, hot tub, gym. There's three different restaurants and bars in the lobby. Um, I mean, it was, yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you to, to all the people who, uh, you know, donated uh, towards the honeymoon fund for, for, at the wedding. I really appreciate that. Eli, thank you very much. You guys are going to get actual cards, Eli and Daryl, too, as thank you gifts. But, uh, you know, we're, 
we didn't do that or didn't have time to do that before we left for the trip. But we're gonna do all that now. What are you? Uh, what are you guys calling that city you were in? Uh, Quebec City. Quebec. Quebec. Is it not Quebec? Well, see, we would say it as Quebec, but there they say it as Quebec. Quebec. Quebec City. Quebec. Mm-hmm. Huh. I was saying it differently. I was saying it Quebec. You're right. Quebec. It's pretty close. It's pretty Quebec. close. Yeah. And Montreal is how I would say Montreal. They say Montreal. Like, they don't say the T. Mm-hmm. It's one of those situations, right? It's so fancy. They just can't even be bothered with a T, you know? Oh, my gosh, dude. It, it was hilarious. So it's so Quebec province is where all those three <laughs> cities are at. It's like because I don't know the provinces in Canada very well. But that's like a whole that whole province is actually dual language like French and English. Right. Whereas the rest of Canada is all like English speaking from what I understand. So Stephanie had been practicing her French before we went there. And I was like trying to like read stuff on like menus or whatever. And like the spelling is just hilarious to me, dude. It's like they don't use like half the letters in that language. <laughs> you know like there'll be yeah. so- something that's pronounced like negroni or something and it's got like 35 letters and you pronounce oh, okay. you pronounce like seven of them so you know, <laughs> it's uh some good times but really amazing food awesome place to visit and your money does go further there so hey any of the listeners or any of the you know you two guys ever want to take a vacation at some point it's actually pretty affordable um and uh Really fun place to go. So, yeah, it was a great time, and uh, you guys came to the wedding too. So, thanks for coming to that. Curious to yeah. uh, to hear. Did you guys have fun, or what? Would you, you guys think? Shit was lit, fam. Shit was lit, fam. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was fun meeting like all your friends, your parents. Your parents were cool, man. They're yeah. cool. Oh my that gosh, cool. were they giving you guys some shit? My dad was on one that night. <laughs> he was. Oh, dude. He was on a dance floor tearing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him dance in my life until that night. <laughs> so that was funny. Huh. Yeah, and my mom was just grilling everybody. Like she was walking up to everyone being sarcastic. Her typical self. She's a very loud and uh funny person. So Yeah, she's funny. I can yeah. see where yeah. you get it from. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good mix between the two of them, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was funny because, you know, like when my wife and I were on the dance floor and I was like grinding up on my wife, who I thought was my wife. That's right. Then I turned around and it was calling behind me. That's right, babe. That's how you do it. That's, that's how you get you gotta, you just gotta pop that butt out, dude. A little bit of shake. Mm. Want some gravy? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, for real, man? I was like, what are you doing here, man? That's right. You know, gotta spread the love. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, it was uh it was a really fun time. I'm really glad you guys could could come and meet everybody. Uh, I think you even got a little shout out during the best man speech, yeah. Which was you know, hey, let's go. Yeah. Well, awesome. I think we're the only ones, dude. I felt super special. That's right, that's right. And uh, from Chaz, by the way, from Chaz, yeah, who is who is a patron? C Bilby, who yeah. we always shout out in the patron shout outs. That's uh-huh. him. So now you got to meet him. Yeah. yeah. That was dope. Yeah, some some good folks for sure. Lots of alcohol, lots of food. You know how it goes. It's a beautiful night, I will say. Oh, thank you. Very, nice. very yeah. well put together. Uh, I didn't realize how like organized weddings were, but kept the uh, the main part short and sweet. But th- this is this is where my correction comes in. Okay, because we talked about <sighs> peeing through the zipper and how it's psycho- only psychopaths pee through the zipper. That's correct. But when you're suited up, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> 
I had to change my typical routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, my suit had a zipper that went, you know, down to my knee, so it was it was no problem. But uh, <laughs> your, your pants, yeah. uh, it did. <laughs> so my big dong could fit out the side. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It did have a bigger zipper on like the the suit pants, so it was like the shirt and stuff. But like when you got all that shit tucked in, dude, shirt, your pants, like, yeah, it was. I had to. <sighs> Felt like I was being a traitor, but you know. Yeah, it had to be done. I must admit, it works for the suit. I would. I would agree. Scenario. I. I gotta say, it was it was a different look on Eli seeing him suited up compared to like what we normally see at work. I was I, I missed him a few times, so I like walked by. <laughs> I didn't even notice Eli until my wife would say, "Hey, Eli's here." I was like, "Where? Where? I don't see him." I don't see right, a guy with fucking grease all over him. I did have my boots on though. I wore my boots. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't pass it up. You got yeah. You guys look good. You guys look good. Daryl coming in with the sunglasses, dude, looking like the Terminator right when he showed mm-hmm. up. I was like, oh, shit, look at this guy, dude, you know? I yeah. thought Arnold was going to be his plus one. I thought Honestly. so, too. I thought so, too. Happy to have <laughs> your wife there, of course, but I was expecting Arnold, so, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, the glasses was a trick, man. It's because I knew I was – I get emotional at those kind of things, so it was supposed to hide the tears coming down my face. Oh, nice. Nice. That's a smart move. Yeah, I had did a little – yeah, did it work? Oh, yeah, it worked. Yeah, it came in handy. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> it was uh, a bit tricky because, as you guys know, the glasses I normally wear are auto shaders, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and I didn't realize until like that morning or whatever, they're like, yeah, you can't wear those for like pictures because gonna, you're going to look like you're wearing sunglasses the whole time. Like, fuck. Ooh. So I had to go find this like old pair of glasses I had, which were like pretty dirty and messed up. And also, they're like way different size. I used to wear like way smaller frames than I do now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the prescription is not the same. <laughs> so oh, it's like, no. so for the first like couple hours of the day, my prescription was like fucked up and I couldn't like see quite right. as well. But uh, I got to change into my normal glasses later in the night. But that's yeah. a problem. Those sunglasses, they come to get you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, um, yep, I do ahead. have another correction. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, we would not be married in a, in a different life if I was a girl. Mm-hmm. I was not. Hey, thanks for clarifying be, that. Yeah, I was not supposed to be Stephanie. I was supposed to be Samantha Lee. So I had to apologize if I got oh. your hopes up on like a another life, you know. Well, I'm quite and, disappointed now. And yeah, my, <laughs> what's what's that meme? Like my my disappointment is me- immeasurable or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dang, dude. Well, Samantha is a cool name though. I like that. I like that. One of the, the first girls I ever had a crush on was named Sam. So there you go. So think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh, it's it's good. It's good to have the wedding um behind us or behind you know Steph and I. We're happy to have the planning done, and you know it's just like it occupies so much of your time for so long. The planning and then the the honeymoon planning and all the financial shit, and then on top of that, I had my finals for school. Literally on Sunday and Monday, after the wedding was on Friday, Saturday we saw family and stuff that were still in town. Sunday and Monday I had finals for school, and then I left on Tuesday for the honeymoon. So it was just like a super busy couple days, but I'm happy to report I got A's in my classes for school. Woo! Congrats. Thank you. So the semester is over, the wedding is over, the honeymoon is over, and now I can just focus on actual work. 
and the podcast. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's uh it's pretty cool. I'm happy to to be at that point. Nice. Yes, sir. Congrats on your A's. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And your wedding. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that, boys. Appreciate that. I've joined what uh, are, is an increasingly number of uh, married people I've found in the Discord. Like, people coming out of the woodwork about having kids. There's a little mm-hmm. discussion going on there the other day about, I didn't realize some of those folks were parents. You know what I mean? Mm. But it seems like we got a, a lot of young parents in the, uh, in the Discord. Yeah, gamers Pretty cool. are people too, you know? Oh, no, for sure. But you just <laughs> oh, never know. Exactly. You know, it's like when you, <laughs> when you interact with people only on Discord, it's like I have no yeah, idea yeah. how old these people are or anything like yeah. that. So I told you my Rocket League story, right? Uh-uh. And I was, uh, I was playing hoops. This dude, uh, he was scaring me pretty good. And I, I was like, he was like, oh, yeah, you, put, you were doing pretty good. I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, you pretty much carried me through the whole thing. And then uh, he's like, yeah, you got Discord. Let's uh, meet up and chat. So we met up and chat. And uh, got on the call, and I was like, oh, my. This is either a girl or, like, a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> so we're like, I didn't want to be, like, right out the gate, like, yo, how old are you? <laughs> so we were playing a little bit, and then uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, like, well, how, how old are you, by the way? 11. And I was like, oh, my. my I play with my son. He was six. Like, I, nah. I'm 30. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be my last game. Oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty weird. Oh that. yeah, that is weird. I mean, that that just goes to show you you're playing the wrong games, though. If you're uh, no. if the people you're playing with are you know under twelve, Eli, you might want to start hey. playing League of Legends. Playing well, wait, game. I I met a uh, dude at your wedding played Rocket League. Hmm. Who's that? Tyler. Tyler oh no way! Husbands that was there. Early. Oh, Tyler plays. I did not yeah. know that. No, that's cool. Everybody fucking plays. You what are you talking about, Tyler? Play? I did not know that. They're, 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 they're big board gamers, him and his wife. Oh, so they play okay. a lot of like Settlers of Catan and, you know, that kind of stuff, which I just don't typically have the patience for. But I did not know he was a, uh, he played uh, Rocket League. Fuck yeah, dude. Very and cool. last night, the, uh, they got, well, not last night, that Rocket League got voice chat, mm-hmm. which is pretty dope. But uh, last night I played with somebody who was a uh, mechanic, mechanical engineer. No, he's an engineer from, uh, I don't know. It does like lasers and shit. Whoa! But I've only, I've only with the new voice chat. I've only played with older people. Hmm. I have not run into a six-year-old yet. I wonder that. But. That's good. First of all, I wonder if it's because parents are like smart about that. I hope so. And they're like, yeah, when you're young, we're not going to let you do like yeah, headset voice chat off. stuff. You know? Yeah. I yeah. 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 For sure. Well, I got in fucking Discord with one. What the fuck was? I was like, what the hell is this? Like. It's got a full setup with Discord. I was like, oh my. And it was like late too. I was like, this is, I'm out of here. <laughs> Dude, that, that, that kid's the man of the house already, you know? He's, he's running shit. <laughs> Come on, make me some chicken pot pie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine if like Eli plays with somebody else and it turns out it's a baby? <laughs> it's like a f- actual toddler. <laughs> I did it <laughs> I did. It was uh, it was when my son played Colin. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was. I could have sworn. Well, oh, since man. the footage doesn't have any audio, right? It's uh, we yeah. don't know. It allegedly happened, but we'll never know. Now we'll never know. He he wants to play again. I'm down to play again for sure. Hundred okay. percent. Maybe not this weekend, but next weekend that. or something. I'm down, dude. Let's get yeah. it going. All right. I asked him about that, Colin. Did you about that game you guys had? He said he crushed you. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Yep. It's very oh, true. Yeah, we had the uh, work party the day after the wedding, 
Oh so yeah. Daryl got to meet my son. That's cool. And he was like, yeah, I fucking crush that noob. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, well, first of all, language. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you guys also at the wedding got to, to meet Zach and Joe, who are the other two. Whenever I've talked about like doing co-op games yeah. with a couple of my buddies, those are the two that, that I'm talking about. Those are the guys yeah. that, that are, uh, that Joe is uh, is the one who has platinums but isn't a trophy hunter. Like he has the platinum like Bloodborne mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But um, and then Zach is the guy who pretty much only plays FIFA and Warzone. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and but- I met the uh, the guy who has who I have their uh, Xbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to meet yeah, Kata. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. the guy. And, uh... I, so him and Chaz, I play League with predominantly. Those are the- okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a little bit of different games with with, with everybody. Um, oh, before we get too far off it though, because we were talking about new kids and or new parents in the Discord, let's give a special shout out and congratulations to uh, Smackerly, mm-hmm. who who uh, just had a baby boy, I believe, a couple uh, like a week ago, less than a week ago at this point. So congrats, and I uh, hope it's oh, yeah. going well for you, sir. It's awesome. Congrats, man. Yeah. Woo! All right. Um, so do we want to? We've got some great. Typical run of the show stuff coming up. As we said at the top, this is episode 60 of the Trophy Talk podcast, where predominantly we talk about trophy hunting and trophy lists, all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, in this episode, it's going to be the first episode of the month of June. I can't believe we're already here. So we've got uh, a great show for you where we're going to be diving into some trophy lists for recently released games, stuff like that. Got some dad jokes, got Patreon submitted questions, all that fun stuff. Now, there's some typing going on. I'm, I can't do two things at once here. So what? what, yeah. <laughs> what's, what, what I'm, just, I'm coming back after, you know, I haven't been on yeah. this in a little while. So what, what are we thinking here? Do you want to get into our scenario or do you want to read something else first, Eli? What are you thinking? Let's just go with the regular run. You want to go regular run? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I can't. I, I, saw you, I saw some stuff happening in the show notes and my brain, oh. I turned into oh. a... Is that, that mess you up somehow? Or just, like, little, is that kind of weird? Is that really distracting or something? Yeah. You- oh, <clears throat> uh-huh. <We're>, uh-huh. <laughs> interesting. Wow. Yeah. I would have never guessed. Hey, I haven't done but that anyways. in a while. Okay. It's been, a, it's, it's been a couple months since I've done that. All right. All right. Daryl, you got a good scenario for us to, to get our legs stretched here as we get into the show. Why don't you take us in? So um, this question is one that I usually have with my wife. And it's one that we always have a laugh about because we can never come to an agreement on what either of us would do in this scenario. I figured it'd be great to ask you guys. So, say we're living in a zombie apocalypse. And Mm -hmm. one of us were to get bit. And, like, it's a significant other. You know, a spouse, a kid, whoever. Say they get bit by a zombie. Would you let them live out their lives before the virus takes over? Kill them then, or would you lock them up, quarantine them, and hope to God that a cure comes out to where you can save them, and then the zombie virus is no longer a threat to them? How significant is this other? Uh, someone you love and cannot live a day without. Okay, so not like you guys. Significant. It'd be like, it'd be like <laughs> no. my, my son or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or like your mom. You know, some, some, yeah. someone super, yeah, yeah. Someone close Jeez. to you. I don't know if it was my son, I'd probably just kill myself. Okay. Would you let your son eat you? Zombie son. Sure. There you go. He needs the, he needs the nutrients, honestly. 
Eli's nice and lean. He's like a he's like a venison, you know. He's got yeah, yeah. He'd only be like sucking on my marrow, basically. So good luck with that. There you go. That's some good shit right there. Hmm. This is uh. Well, there's all right. There's a lot of things that come to mind. Okay, like first of all, with cures in zombie shows and movies, right? We don't we don't exactly know what the cure does. I think that's important. Because if mm-hmm. it just, like, stops mm-hmm. it where it's at, but it doesn't regenerate or reverse any of the effects, you know, like, if all of a sudden I become human again and not a zombie, but I've been a zombie for a year, I'm going to be, like, decayed, you know, and I'll be missing a bunch of, like, my organs and my skin and all that, and it's like, that doesn't do me any good. Man, I might as well depending, just kill. Depending on the zombie, you know, variant. That's, see, and that's the other thing. The zombie variant is huge, because if it's yeah. I am legend zombie, whew, you know, but Walking Dead, they're kind of harmless as long as you're out of their way. You know, they're just like super slow. So wh- what are you envisioning, Daryl, as like your uh, your type of zombie? Give us a little more context here. What kind of zombie do you and your wife think of when, you- when you're going over this scenario here? We're thinking more like Walking Dead zombie, like decaying mm. zombie, you know, alpha human flesh, that mm. type of zombie. Mm. Okay. Okay. Does that change anything for you, Eli? No, not currently. Continue. <laughs> All right. Well, here's here's what I'd say. <clears throat> I'm gonna shoot you pretty quick. Okay. Now, the re- significant other. Right. And the reason for that is because it's always in the shows and the movies with zombies. Right. We've all seen so many at this point that we know this happens. Okay. Someone gets bit. They're in love with someone else in the party or the group or they're they're someone's son or someone's daughter, or whatever. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so sad. I can't do it. I can't do it." Right. And then inevitably, they wait too long, the person turns, bites either them or someone else in the group, and then the whole group is fucked, okay? So for me, mm. I think this, the best thing to do is, let's say, let's say my mom gets bit, all right? I have a couple moments with her. Maybe, let's say I have an hour even with her. We do our goodbyes, we say everything, blah, 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 right? And then boom, out of their misery, quick. Painless, shot in the head, done. Move on. Okay, and me, I would me, I would expect the same of me. If I get bit, someone better do that to me because I don't want to go through. They, everyone gets sick when you get bit, right? It's like a fever, and then it's like you slowly start to like go insane, and it's like the diary from Resident Evil, right? Itchy, tasty. I don't want to be itchy, tasty. I don't want to go through that shit. So put me out of my misery too. So you would end them there and then, as soon as they got bit, pretty quick after. Like, Maybe not like immediately, but like before they ever started to have any, you know. Issues come up. Yeah. What if it's a false positive or something? (laughs) (laughs) Then you do another COVID test. (laughs) Quarantine for 10 days and then we'll come back. Yeah. 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 What if you just shoot them in five minutes and then it turns out this was a a hoax? Okay. So maybe, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe (laughs) maybe you do like an hour, like I said. Like you let it like, okay, are they starting to feel kind of like sick? Yeah, they're definitely infected. All right. Then like, boom, we're done. You know? And... Let me toss this out there. You want to get like bit by your family member, but why not just have like you could just have a nice zombie family instead of because like how long are you expecting to last in this zombie apocalypse? Honestly, I'd probably hope for like this is a a true Mm. apocalypse. Mm. What are you what are you aiming to get out of it? I'm hoping for a year, probably. But for for what? <laughs> what are you looking for in that year? Just for bragging rights, you know, just to kind of okay. get just to get to the end. <laughs> You'll be so bragging just, to yourself. You just off your mom like that to survive for a year? 
well, the other, if I don't, then she's going to kill me, you know? Well, you could have a nice zombie family. You can be a cute little zombie family. So I'd have to be a zombie, you can too, go out. Like, she'd have to bite you. me, too, right? Yeah. Like, mm. Yo, bite me. Let's mm. do this. Mm. Let's run this town. Oh, screw that, man. Well, yeah, so, so what would you do, Daryl? What's, what's, like, your answer when you talk to your wife about this? So my answer is I would just, you know, let the virus ride out and kind of have that sentimental moment, like, right before they die. You know, like, yeah. once they've, like, kind of gone through the different symptoms and everything, and then right when they're like, you know, I can't go on anymore. This virus is about to take over. That's when I'll have my, like, sentimental moment. And then, like, right when they die and close their eyes, you know, like, there's a brief period where, like, they're dead, and then, like, a few seconds they open their eyes, it's all white, and then they become a zombie. That's when I will pull the trigger. Hmm. Yeah. We'll end at that moment, but my wife hates the answer. She's like, you don't love me? It's like, at that point, it's no longer you. You're a zombie. There's nothing, like, you don't even know who I am anymore. You can't even, like, say my name. You don't have any of the moments we shared together. You are a shell of your former self. It's, it's no longer you, so why would I love a zombie? Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that's sound logic, you know? Zombie are people, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's... So, I don't know, like, in Walking Dead, I haven't watched it in, like, five seasons or whatever. Are they ever yeah. going to find a cure in that shit? Is that, like, the point of the show? Because it gets to kind of Eli's question, like, what's the point in continuing at a certain, right. to a certain extent, right? Like, they're just kind of prolonging this, like inevitable shit lifestyle you know is that does anyone know have you, either of you guys read the comics or been watching the show i don't know if that's what's going on in that show or not anymore i have no clue i mean i got as far as the point to where you know they've won the war against negan and then like, okay yeah there's this government shadow agency that they come across and i kind of stopped right there but i think that's where the show was at currently um i think they're kind of like you know, foreshadowing, it has to do something with them finding a cure. Honestly, I don't know. I'm like you. I've been out of it so long that I actually enjoy Fear of the Walking Dead more than what's going on in, you know, The Walking Dead itself. The proper one. Yeah, I've seen the first two seasons of Fear, and they're pretty good. Um, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. But there's also, there's another one, right? There's like a third Walking Dead series, too, that's like way in the future or something, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. um. Yeah, inch, inch, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stick by my answer. I'm still gonna, uh, I'm just gonna kill them pretty, pretty quick, pretty Pop quick. Popping caps, popping caps, you know. Oh yeah. Unless Where it's are you like getting a, this gun in like five minutes. Uh, I'm fabricating it, 3D printing. <laughs> 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 a 3D printer out. Send this right now. No, I don't. I don't own any firearms. Uh, no, my family has never owned any firearms ever. Uh, as for as long as I can remember, I think my grandmother did have a rifle, uh, but she used it for hunting with her with her uh, husband. So, yeah, we're not a big gun f- gun family in my in my house. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no offense. I mean, if you want to, great, but we don't. So I'd be kind of fucked because I would have to figure out, you yeah, know, what would have him in like five minutes. You'd have to be mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. chopping her head off or something, dude. That's I mean, the, I the way to go is like an axe or a baseball bat with nails. Not for this specific scenario, but for the zombies in general, because, <laughs> because a gun is very loud and it will draw attention, right? So you don't, in a zombie apocalypse, here's what you want, okay? A bicycle and melee weapons. 
A bicycle is quiet and covers great distances easily and doesn't need gas. Okay. That's, yeah, I'm, so that's what I'm the, saying. You yeah, know, electric, electric dirt bike. Pretty quiet. Are they? Yeah, Tesla. Get yourself a Tesla. Oh, that's true. The argument kind of goes out now with Teslas, huh? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to be living in Elon Musk's tunnels under LA. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And one of those sick fucking those trucks. Mm. Man, that's the only truck I'll ever buy. If I ever buy a truck, would be that. Yeah, let me tell you. I think that I thing looks it's sick. Really a truck. Mm-hmm. Not really a truck. I will tell you though. Interestingly, like a... to me, in in Canada, right? At least where I was in Canada, I saw like maybe one thirtieth the amount of trucks. Like, there's almost none, right? I mean, there's still like semis and stuff for like hauling and like for work, but you don't really? see people just driving trucks. For no fucking reason, like you do in the states, right? You <laughs> don't you don't just see empty trucks on the freeway, people hauling nothing in this big ass raised fucking truck with massive wheels on it, V8 yeah. that's hella loud for no reason, just. You feel like you see that more up there. <laughs> yeah, you you don't you don't see it because you got all that snow and like four yep. by four the extra weight. That's weird. It was weird. I, I mean, like it could could have just been the areas I was in, right? We'll have to ask Pat. Yeah. But I, I didn't see, like, barely any trucks at all. So, and I did rent a car and drive for, like, two hours to get to Montebello from, from... So I did, like, spend some time on, the like, the freeways and stuff, too, you know, so... Is it um, backwards up there, or...? No, thank God. It was... No. It's normal, because, yeah, Steph and I were pretty stressed out about trying to drive in another country. And yeah. uh, also, like, you know, you rent a car, you're like, dude, if someone, like, rear-ends me in this rental car in another country, like, I have no fucking clue how this is going to work. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, worked out, luckily. But interesting uh, question there, Daryl. I like that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Good way to good way to start us off. I think. Now, go ahead. No, I was gonna say shout out to uh, Amanda. You know, she kind of had the the cogs turning in my head to come up with this question for the the episode. Oh man! Shout out to Amanda from the from the uh, from the wedding. Oh yeah, yeah. We we had some banger questions going on at the table. What? Oh, Amanda. Oh, you were talking to Amanda and John. Yeah, them. Yep, yep. So, yeah, did you guys like the table you were at? That was a surprisingly hard piece of the wedding is figuring out where to seat everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I think you yeah. guys were also with Palmer and Chris, right? Yeah, and, the freaking uh, Beat Saber programmer, dude. Yeah, Monty, yep, the guy who works yep. works yeah. on Beat Saber. Yep, yep. Dude, that kid's... Yeah, they were cool, dude. That kid's a genius, bro. That Monty guy, is, he's yeah. way too smart. <laughs> The, so. the eccentric genius it seems like yeah he like, like plays guitar and paints and you mm. know he's made I, mean, I don't want to out the guy but he's he like he's made six figures for a while he's pretty young too he's only like 26 or 27 you would never know that guy's wealthy mm-hmm. based on he doesn't act like it you know he's not like stuck up or anything like that so it's <laughs> it's pretty cool yeah it's funny too because uh he mentioned playing horizon zero dawn and he kind of was like oh this is the game everyone kind of hyped up. Yeah. I'm not feeling that. <laughs> yeah, he felt like us. Yeah. So, Dude. Uh, See? See? that, Alloy Riders. I think the longer we've gotten away from Horizon and Horizon yeah. Forbidden West, the second one, you know, that's out now, yeah. I, I'm also like, I don't know if I ever really need to play the sequel. Yeah. I'm gonna I also a- think it's not fair to judge as much when the game came out how long ago? Yeah, 2016, you know, I like, think. Oh, it's not really that good. It's like, yeah, well, it is six years old. So. No, for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. So, 
No, I agree. I agree with you there. I I think I just meant more in the sense that it's I don't really feel the it just like Last of Us yeah. Two for me, where it was like I don't really feel a draw to play this game. Yeah. Like Horizon Two is kind of the same for me, where it's like it, you know I'm sure what'll happen is like what happened with the original for us, where it'll be on super sale at some point, yeah. and I'll pick it up for like ten or fifteen bucks. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I'm kind of whatever on it. So, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, did you know male bees die after mating? No. Oh wait, yes, I did. I did. Know you did. That. Yeah. Yeah. That means their life's basically just honey, nut, cheerio. (laughs) 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 Nice. Oh, I love honey nut cheerio. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Those fuckers, dude. That's a that's a big commitment, right? Imagine if humans were like that way. Like as as men, like you got to you had sex one time, then you're then you're dead. So your whole life is figuring out when that one time. <laughs> that's nuts. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would solve a lot of problems for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Probably would. That's true. That'd be interesting. Well, Damn. You, you, everyone would not have fathers then, though. That would be kind of tragic. Right. It'd be a, yeah. Oh, that's a good point, too. Never thought about that way. And what if you end up having, like, yeah. Well, I guess that ratio is pretty even, but, like, you have more. You'd have to have like a higher number of male children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's or at true. least the same amount, but probably higher because then you could have more than one with, you know, a lady would have to have two suitors. Or yeah, or you would just have kids. to have. Oh, dude, you'd probably have like a whole group of people who were abstinent, like the guys. And they would become oh, yeah, the, like the, the yeah. town fathers for all the yeah. kids that don't have dads because their dad died during sex, you know? Yeah. And it would be better than, you know, it'd be like the uh, the church, but it'd be better than that because you would know who was doing the shady shit. Cause yeah, because they'd, they'd be dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's go, you know? I think we might, we might have just figured something out. <laughs> huh. John didn't wake up this morning. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also, I wonder, like, how big the like testicle explosion is i oh. mean could the female become like a casualty of this you know this like bomb that um, goes off yeah <laughs> dude i mean it depends on how big <laughs> you're not sorry yet. <laughs> if you're smuggling grapefruit then yeah you might be yeah that might be a problem for folks yeah you know what i mean oh man <laughs> we'll be talking about more about testicle explosions later for sure all right we'll be getting oh, yeah we'll be getting into it later jesus christ okay did you um, did you did you hear how they uh they caught that that great produce bandit? No, how did they catch him? Uh he stopped to take a leak. I love leaks. I love leaks, dude. Underrated Are you a leak guy? I'm a leak guy, bro. Underrated food. Wow. Underrated. Wow. Just like fennel, I'd say. If you don't have a lot of fennel, fennel, try it out. Fennel's pretty bomb. Fennel. What's fennel? It's like a, it's kind of like an onion looking thing. God, I keep giving you guys like semi onion vegetables. I think last yeah, time I was telling you about shallots. It up, dude. Um, but it's got like a kind of more like bitter taste to it. It's hard to describe, but it's oh. like a bulb. And then it's got like a bushy part on the top that you also cut up and use. So yeah, check it out. Fennel. Fennel. Okay. Another vegetable related one. Okay. How much money does a pirate pay for corn? A dollar. <laughs> pretty pretty close. Damn it. What, what is it? A buccaneer. 
a buccaneer. buccaneer. I'll take corn for a buccaneer. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Hey, you guys, you guys ever drive past that like windmill farm out by uh, going out east? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you do you know what their favorite type of music is? Hmm. No, I don't. Jazz. Hmm. <laughs> Kinda. It stems from jazz. But reed uh, instruments, wind instruments. They're they're big metal fans, but oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh uh, dude, that, that seems like an original. That's got the stink of an original dad joke on it. Did you come up with that? Original. Nah. Oh shit. Okay. I, I mean there was definitely some manipulation. Oh man. I, I, I typically manipulate here and there, but <laughs> you, know. you tweak as needed. Yeah. Yeah, manipulate's not the right word, but oh. I just yeah, said here manipulative. But dude, that those are some solid vegetable and agricultural related jokes, dude. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. Are uh, you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, that's some good shit. Some good shit. Is that what you got for dad jokes, or is there more you're gonna work? Uh, in? I can't, I think I sold all you all my sums ones. He dude, he is blowing me away. The, the ketchup one, I'm still like, mm -hmm. wow, the fucking connection there. He's a smart kid, dude. Yeah. He's definitely a smart kid. Yeah. He's going places. I'll tell you uh, that. Yeah. He's definitely going places. Um, We'll talk about him a little bit more in the future because we've got a Patreon question that kind of touches yeah. on the themes of fatherhood and, and children. But at the top of the show notes Wait, here, I see, I see it. What's up? We're not still talking about that last exploding testicles, are we? No. No. Okay. No. Don't worry about that. The way you said that. <laughs> now we're we're not a news show here, but I do think it's important that we we touch on a couple things that are changing because as trophy hunters, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming and changing really pretty soon here because we're in June now with PlayStation Plus, right? So a couple months ago, we talked a lot about the whole new tiers that were going to be coming out with PlayStation Plus, how there's like a the basic tier, there's a middle tier, and then there's sort of like this premium tier that included classic games uh, from the PlayStation 1, the PSP, I don't think the Vita, but PlayStation 2, stuff like that. And news has been kind of trickling out on this for the last couple weeks, and it's come to a point where we now know that you can buy certain PlayStation classic titles a la carte meaning by themselves. You don't have to get the premiere subscription for that. And you also uh, are going to have trophies in some of these games. It's not going to be in every single one, but in some of the classics. And I think included in that are things like Siphon Filter and Ape Escape, or like the two main ones I've heard about so far. But, you know, this is a pretty big deal. It's a little bit different than what we thought. And in the Discord, everyone, when we initially were talking about this, was kind of like, yeah, if there's trophies in these games, that's a big yes for me. And if there's not, they were going to kind of opt out. The, the wrinkle being, now we know you can buy them individually. So I guess my question for you guys is, with the changes coming up with the new PlayStation Plus format, are you guys going to be changing your subscription tier at all? Daryl, do you have PlayStation Plus yet? Again or no? You know, then, then I don't because last time we <laughs> talked, you didn't even have it. So what's been going on with you guys in terms of the PlayStation Plus news? Let's just touch on that briefly before we get into Patreon stuff. Mine hasn't really changed. I probably will keep stay the same. Uh, I haven't been on enough lately to justify up in a tier, mm -hmm. play all those games, and uh, I would probably just buy stuff a la carte. I mean, you get that blitz going; it's got trophies. 
Yeah. Fucking a la carte that right on over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, okay, so you're going to stay kind of at the basic, the same tier that you've been at, just sort of like yeah. the, the entry level. Yeah. I'm pretty basic. For sure. I mean, and to be clear, you're still going to get free games um, every month. We're not going to talk about the free any of the free games on this episode, I believe. We all know what, we're, what list we're talking about. But you get this month God of War, um, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawls, and uh, an Avatar game or a naruto game naruto game i get those two confused anime fans don't hate me but they're kind of interchangeable in my mind uh so so yeah you're still gonna be getting the free games on the basic service and it's in that middle tier that you get sort of like a bigger catalog of like things like death stranding and returnal and those kind of games uh added to your playstation plus collection so to speak Mm. so yeah I'm still going to stay at the basic tier as well, and I will buy maybe a couple retro games like individually. None of the ones that have been talked about like crazy excite me right now. Ape Escape is a little bit interesting to me just from like a historical standpoint. It's the first game that used dual analog sticks on the PlayStation um, and made use of those really. So that's kind of cool, but I'm, I'm still waiting for like the OG Resident Evil, Parasite Eve, Metal Gear... The, those kind of things to come out, and then I would potentially buy them uh, individually. But Daryl, what about you? Anything? Any updates for you on PlayStation Plus? Now that we know that it will in fact support trophies for some of these classic games. Um, I'm I'm probably just going to join you guys. I'm I'm still feeling the same way as I did, you know, when we first talked about the tiers. Uh, I'm still sticking with the essential tier, yeah. basically what we're paying for now. But um, yeah, you know, I'm not really a huge retro guy. I don't really look into the games that have came in the past years. I'm more of like, what's coming out, or like, what's the newest game now, and stuff like that. But yeah, to answer your question, Colin, I did get PS Plus. I couldn't take it no more, not <laughs> having it, because I needed to have PS Plus to do some online trophies for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So I do have it. There you go. But yeah, I'm probably just going to uh, just stick with the essential tier for now. Yeah, I, I agree with that because it's like I've, I've heard this argument on a, a couple of the podcasts I was listening to on the plane yesterday where it was like, you know, if you're a hardcore PlayStation gamer or if you've been in the ecosystem for a couple of years, like all of us have, the middle tier doesn't really do a lot for you because you've probably already bought a lot of those games anyway. You know, like I think of someone like <clears throat> like Slugger, for example, who's like got a pretty big back catalog of like PlayStation games that he can play. What does that middle tier do for him? Getting access to Death Stranding, Returnal, you know, whatever the catalog. It's a, a bunch more games, but he probably owns like 85% of them already, right? Mm-hmm. So what's the point? And then really that you're only looking at the premium then, the, the, the highest tier. And again, now you can buy those games a la carte and you can buy the ones that you want that have the actual trophy support. So I, I don't know. Like I, I think if you're someone who's like, I just got a PlayStation Five. I previously was an Xbox 360 or Xbox One guy. Then that middle tier is pretty great because you can just kind of get access to a bunch of shit right away. Yeah. But otherwise, like I don't really see the point. So yep, I'm this s- might be good for then the uh, you know as they become more regularly available. Right, and I did see that they're going to be more coming out this year. Uh, the article headline I saw this morning on IGN was basically saying. PlayStation was saying that there will be enough PS5s for anybody who wants one by the end of this year. Hmm. So, bada bing, bada boom, perfect timing, Sony. Yeah, we're we're finally at that point. I mean, it's we're coming into the the second full year of the console coming out, 
you know, and we're and it's pretty crazy. So, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, we touched on that um, last little bit of housekeeping that I want to say. We're not going to get into it here, but I watched it yesterday. I recommend that people do as well. There's a recent PlayStation uh, and Sony State of Play included a lot of new, I think there's 15 games that they talked about from first, second, and third party studios, including some PlayStation VR 2 titles. Um, notably among that, Resident Evil Village is going to get VR support, and Resident Evil 4 Remake was announced. Final Fantasy 16 got a release window, a couple other big pieces of news. Uh, so go, go check that out if you're interested in that. Lots of good games coming down the pipeline, and I think it was a pretty impressive state of play. So go check that out if you're interested. Anything to add there, guys, before we move on? No? No, sir. I think everything, Colin. Okay, okay, boys. Good stuff. Well, as we said at the top, this is the Trophy Talk podcast. You've been listening to us for about 45 minutes now, and you might not know that we are supported over on Patreon at patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, please go over there and check out the tiers of support. Find one that makes sense for you. And it would really mean a lot to us if you would show us some love in that way. Or if you're listening on free feeds or anything like that, leave us a like, uh, follow, whatever. It helps us grow and uh, find a new audience, which we would really appreciate as well. So before we get into our questions submitted to us on Patreon, I wanted to give a special thank you to our Patreon supporters. So that is a big thank you to Charles Bilby, the Sly G. Cooper, Pat the Trophy Hunter, Slugger, Be Down, Maximum Carnage, Skrillis, Smackerly, King6969, and Diego Juan. So thank you guys very much for your support of the show. And with that, I told you we'd be getting back to fatherhood. Let's get into the first Patreon-submitted question. It comes to us from Smackerly. Daryl, why don't you read us in on this one? Yeah, yeah. So um, Smackerly's question is, at what age do you remember being introduced to gaming? When would you introduce it to your children? All right. It's a good question. Thank you for that, Smackerly. As we said before, congratulations on being a new father. And uh, Eli, this is screaming you. This has got your name all over it. What do, what do you got to say to this one? As a father yourself. What's that? Smackerly's question here, right? What age do you remember being introduced, and when would you introduce your kids? Zayden obviously plays games, so I'm curious how you handled that <laughs> and how you thought about that as a dad. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm pretty sure... <clears throat> I was introduced to games around eight. I don't know why that age is in my head. I think I had talked about it after uh, one of our episodes. I asked my parents, like, what, when exactly I, we got. Oh, it was about the the old systems, how that kind of, like, mashes up in my head, like, when we got stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure we got the NES after, I don't know, the PS2. When did the PS2 come out? Is that 2002 or something? I'm going to look it up right now. I think it's, like, 2001. Yeah. One second. Uh, March 4th, 2000. 2000. Yeah, yep. so I was nine then. So yeah, it was around like eight or nine I was getting into games. So my son is obviously introduced to games because when and uh, would you introduce has already been completed for me. <laughs> that trophy has been uh, achieved. But yeah, so when I was, when I introduced him, first it was like Wii games because I have a Wii and like Mario games. I was trying to keep it like nonviolent stuff. Sure. But like Mario's violent too. You're not, it's not as like bloody murder, but you're still like, you've got to defeat something. 
and mm-hmm. jump on their heads and bop them off the map mm-hmm. uh, and not die. So there's that whole uh, that the mortality, right? Is that the right word? Yeah, but it's <clears throat> in my game design class or whatever that I was taking. That's one of the primary things we talked about was just how combat is like the main thing in in all games in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or form. It's like the primary method with which we play games. So mm-hmm. I totally feel you. It's hard to find stuff that doesn't involve that mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah. So yeah, when we got through the Mario stuff and played some of Kirby Kirby stuff as well. I think he was around three or four. I want to say four. I think it was like four or five. Mm-hmm. Four or five. So I'm just going to go in between three and five and say four. <laughs> which I feel is like a little too early almost but my I think my thinking was kind of like we were introduced to him around 8 when like discs just started becoming a thing like games were just I mean they had them before on the NES but they weren't like I mean they're huge now games are huge now right it's a new generation and uh, I always wanted my son to, you know, grow up like we did, you know, without phones until we were in high school or out of high school, you know, that kind of stuff and go out and, you know, where the neighborhood kids are because it's where all the bikes are right of the house or whatever, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Classic. But it's I just, you know, I don't want to like hold him back because of like wanting the nostalgia for myself. Like he's gonna have his own memories, and uh, you know, technology is a lot bigger these days, and a lot more prev- prevalent, and you know, great ways to get jobs. So I f- kind of figure the sooner the better, so he can, uh, you know, have that extra advantage. Because uh, last weekend, I gave him his first computer. Yeah, I saw and that picture in the Discord. Six and a half. So it's a bit early. Uh, I do have the admin rights. <laughs> there you go. And uh, I set them up with like this YouTube kids and I downloaded uh, most of the games he plays. Yeah, it's still a little bit scary, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I, I, he's sitting right here at my desk, so it's not like anything's crazy is going on. As he gets older, it might get a little, a little different. Might have to make some different adjustments to the computer. But yeah, I think uh, he's he's into the games. He wants to make games. Uh, he wants to make Minecraft mods, so I will encourage his programming desires. Absolutely, and is you know the the uh, the elite nature of the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I expect the next Rocket League game while he's on PC to be twenty to five this time, with all those extra frames. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, Makes a huge difference, obviously. Mm-hmm. 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 Pay to and win. All the, tra- all the training maps and stuff you can get on them for like Rocket League and all the mods and fun stuff you can do with Minecraft. Because those that those two games were the ones actually Minecraft after the uh, Mario stuff. There was a Paw Patrol game I got him. They do have some like more kid type games on other systems. Like there's a the Cars games and I was exploring stuff on the on the 360 or the Xbox with him and stuff. But uh, 
you know, that's how I found Minecraft because I was like, yeah, like Minecraft's a kid's game. And then started playing it. Took me a while to even like, yeah, maybe I, I should try it out so I can like help him. And I was like, oh, this shit's a banger, dude. Absolute banger. And then we yeah. found we we found Rocket League when it came free to play and got the trophies. And uh, that's nonviolent. That's another reason why I think it's, you know, yeah, huge game, you know. I mean, even stuff like FIFA is, you know, and FIFA and Madden or and you know, two K. I mean, I know, I we don't it's like sports games and stuff, but it, it is well. I mean, they're pretty skillful though, and there's there's tournaments and people pay and it's uh you know there's ranked systems and all that kind of stuff it's yeah so i'm just saying in terms of non-violent games sports games i think are a good option you know mm-hmm. for sure and um, i would say rocket league is the best sports game ever you you might want to maybe not <laughs> god damn it maybe not this year but at some point you know invest in uh getting a switch as they become cheaper and cheaper because there are a lot of like sports slash non-violent games on there too you know like mario party or there's like mario super strikers like the soccer game coming out there's mario golf there's mario tennis there's you know so it's kind of like more fun than just a traditional sport but also pretty like kid friendly um yeah i will be actually yeah don't listen to this oh you're getting him one for his birthday uh probably do christmas for both of us so i don't have to tell him it's his there you go yeah i think that's a really the, smart uh, idea the uh the work there's it's on the fucking all the best dude are you fucking me dude yeah i know that's so, that's pretty exciting right about a boom yeah yeah i could not believe it was on there is that or a, a monitor for a better monitor for him he's got 1080 75 hertz so what's the one they have on the the list the monitor or the switch the monitor they have a couple options oh okay there's an he's got an alienware this is from the coworker. yep um they have an alienware monitor but it's 1080 but it does like 244 hertz i think hmm. which not really necessary rocket league goes up to high yeah fortnite could probably do it minecraft don't really need it but um yeah i don't know the switch <laughs> switch is uh probably the, the go the go-to for that you know i think so yeah games that we can play more together yeah like a hundred percent i think i think it's a good idea i mean i don't use my switch very much but it's i think it's good at what it's trying to be you know and the games that come out for it are solid so and when he gets a little bit older and you want to give him something like mario odyssey or one of the pokemon games or you know something like that like you've got options right Mm -hmm. so yeah i do i will say with the the kids in the gaming he like we tried to play Sackboy, and I he did a little Spider Man, and the um, Astrobot, but his attention was just he he couldn't hold on to the games. It was I don't know. There's he just automatically wants to play those two games. So now you see why like Minecraft is so big. Yeah, you know it's just like those other games are good, and we were having fun doing it. But it's just like they're just like the go-to, you know. I have to like remind him, and then doesn't. Nah, I want to play Minecraft, and I think it's kind of crazy. That's why you know, like, oh, we get this switch, and we'll play Mario together. But it's like, no, we won't. He'll want to come home and play Rocket League or Minecraft. Yeah, so, I think it's more for yeah. like you said, as he gets a little older, you can introduce him to some other stuff on the Switch too, and you can play games together, which will be good. Yeah, 
um a bummer because i want to play all kinds of stuff with him and it just you know, yeah doesn't work that way because uh, he did get into pokemon we started uh that was the other thing on the computer you can get pokemon tcg online oh yeah okay so he's been playing uh he's been playing that which is pretty fun daryl you ever play pokemon oh <clears throat> no Never played like any of the card games or the actual video games themselves. Yeah, that's I, I kind of want to try. Now I'm into them as well. He he started like training trading cards with uh, kids at school. Kind of getting in trouble, dropping them down the drain, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, we got this. He wanted to get cards, and we went out to get cards, and it was the uh, we had to get that learn how to play kit. I think I talked about this when I we were talking about magic but now he's playing it online and uh so you can only get it on pc or uh i think an ipad or something wacky it's like only the ipad you can't get it on your iphone who uses so, an ipad <laughs> yeah i know like what the fuck what ah. <laughs> you can play magic arena on your phone how can you not play pokemon i don't know it's kind of weird but yeah. now you can play that on the computer and see this I think that's another big thing with the games and the kids is the well, one, you know, eye hand coordination, I guess, reflexes. And then uh, reading, I think Slugger had mentioned like reading the Pokemon games was a big, you know, big way for him to learn how to read. And I, I noticing it with my son reading uh, first time we played the Pokemon cards, he uh, it was too much. But like I got him to play another one. And he really enjoyed it. And like seeing him read those trainer cards, I was just like blown away and like super proud moment. Just uh, reading a whole train trainer card. That's pretty dope. So uh, that's pretty cool. I never really thought of reading. Like I never thought that reading a video game has ever improved like my reading skills. I don't know if that was ever true for me. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's great to see that it's helped other people. Yeah, it definitely hasn't helped me, as you can see. But <laughs> uh, and also like math in the Pokemon stuff, when you're doing damage, you got to put counters on. And like when you're playing the physical card game, the the uh, HP on the card doesn't change. And even even on uh, on the online game, it doesn't change. It just it doesn't change the hp it just puts a counter on it so you have to do that math to see like oh it's got 90 hp it's got 70 damage so he has 20 left and i have an attack that does x amount am i gonna kill him or not so it's uh there's math reading strategy i think it's pretty dope yeah, we and should, there's we a collectability play video games. yeah and social they're having fun showing each other cards he did uh it presents other situations too where um one of his friends told him that he would give him a shiny charizard if he traded him a shiny raichu and this is this is one of his like better friends uh that he's played with outside of school and had play dates with and uh he gave him the shiny raichu and the other kid did not reciprocate. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I had to talk to him and, you know, 
told him to speak up for himself and tell your friend about, you know, do you have the Charizard? If you don't, I would like my Raichu back, please. And uh, I, I got to see how it went. Did, so, uh... You know, it's tough, but it's, you know, it's just cards. And I think it's a good lesson. Did your son say how the deal exactly went down? Did they like have both cards like ready to exchange? Like, how did that? They're not that sophisticated. (laughs) Poor guy. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Fork over that shiny Charizard, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, what? Boys come get you. You go punch the kid if he doesn't give you, you know, like, uh, just stand up for yourself. But uh, yeah, you got to do it the right way. And, you got to use your words first. And then, uh, oh. so he'll report back and we'll go from there. Hopefully everything works out. Yeah. Me too. That Did you guys answer this with uh, when when you would introduce your children? Uh, I think, I don't think Colin said anything. I'll, I'll go ahead and get my two cents on it. But, um, yeah, I think when I got introduced to gaming, I was six and i believe it was like either on my birthday or christmas Hmm. i got my first console it was a sega genesis and my parents got me one of those you know deluxe games where it comes with like 10 15 games and i think it all was like all like shooter games so along with the package it came with a gun um, great gift for a six-year-old, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, getting a game and start shooting stuff up, awesome. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it, that was the first time I, I got introduced to gaming, okay. and I think I would introduce my kids to gaming around that same age, maybe like six or seven, where they can kind of comprehend like what's going on. Yeah. I would definitely like be very conscientious of what I allow them to play i wouldn't give them the gun like my parents did Uh um i mean if they ever like were curious about that kind of stuff i would definitely like you know talk to them about gun safety how a gun's not a toy and you know even though it's fun in games there's a real seriousness behind this kind of stuff so i'll definitely uh, educate them on that for sure Mm -hmm. and um Definitely not give kids that age <laughs> M-rated games like no Call of Duty, no God of War. You know, those mm-hmm. are games I played when I was growing up, you know, well before the recommended age be playing those games. So, I mean, they'll still have fun with games, but they don't they won't be playing a lot of games that you you and I and, you know, we've grown up with. Yeah, but um, you're not I, you're not like shooting up schools or anything. Yeah, you turned it on. No. Oh, I'm not. I'm I'm well behaved, man. I'm just shooting shit up on my TV screen. That's all mm-hmm. I do. I'm I'm a very very responsible individual. That's I won't be I, on the that, news. Yeah, that's where you know. Is it really that big of a of a factor in you know the societal issues that they try to blame it on? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, you'd have to start. And why is it always games, too? Like, we've moved on from questioning TV and movies, but it's still, we still, every once in a while, have to have the debate of, like, do violent games cause violent people? Mm -hmm. You know, and and now it's like, oh, well, this person who did this thing, like, played video games. And it's like, yeah, 
most Americans play video games yeah, at this point. Yeah. Duh. You know, yeah. like he also watched TV. He also yeah. probably, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. I think, Eli, you mentioned too about like hand eye coordination. I felt like when I got introduced to games very young, that like helped excel like my hand hand eye coordination skills for sure yeah. throughout my life. I felt like I was, you know, what like, you know, I was able to do some things compared to other kids. And like my wife and I, I mean, we're, you know, different sexes and everything. And there's a whole bunch of other factors that come into play. Mm-hmm. Like they, like her, she never played video games. And I felt like when I try to play casual third, she's just awful at it. <laughs> Jack. Yep. Uh, it's like, I feel like it definitely helps kids, you know, might be struggling in that department. If they play games and stuff like that, it would definitely help them. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. think there's only positives if there's a balance. I agree. The ba- the, the the if there's no balance, then then it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you don't want it to become like an addiction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like weird to use that word when you're talking about like kids that are that young, but it totally can be that in the same way that you know adults get addicted to stuff too. So. I think you're right. It's the Mr. Miyagi quote from Karate Kid, right? Everything in your life is about balance, you know? And Mm -hmm. that's why when I was on my honeymoon, I put in the Discord that question to people of, like, when's the last time you took a break from playing games? You know? Mm -hmm. Like, at all. And some of the answers were, like, pretty astounding to me, where it was just, like, I I haven't since I was, like, four or, you know, something. And it's like, dude, that's uh, kind of crazy, you know? Like, there's definitely even days during the week just normally where I like I won't play games or something too. And I think that's good. You know, you should have more than one hobby that you put yourself into because I think it'll enrich everything else you do. Like playing sports or going being, you know, doing exercise or cooking or, you know, doing wood shop or whatever your hobby is will like help you appreciate the other hobbies just as much, if not more. Right. So yeah, I think that's a big thing. It's about where I'm at. I'm on a break. If you couldn't tell by my last sign-in date. I, I didn't check. I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to look because of, like, PC stuff for you. I never know. Um, yeah, 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 But I knew on PlayStation you hadn't played in a while. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, so, like, for me, with as far as Smackerly's question, um, I got introduced to games, like, really early. I was looking at when the Sega Saturn came out. That came out in, on May 11th, 1995 in North America. And I got it for my birthday that year in 1995. So I was four when yeah. I got my Sega Saturn. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think I used it very much, though, because, like, it was too complex for me to understand, like, how any of the games really worked or anything like that. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. the first, like, games I remember, like, really getting into is, like, Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Red and Blue. And those came out in, like, 1998 in the States. So that's, yeah, that's like, you know, cool. I was, like, six or seven. Um. I did definitely play, uh, like, card games. Like, I played the Pokemon card game, and I played a little bit of Magic before that. But, like, around then, let's say, like, six. Let's take the Mm -hmm. average and say, like, six years old. And I think that's a pretty good age, honestly, like, around five or six, to to do some basic stuff with games. So I would probably do the same, like, with, with my kids. Basically echoing a lot of what you guys have been saying, where it's, like, just finding the right titles and the right mm-hmm. sort of experience for them. You know, the Game Boy, I thought, was pretty amazing for kids because it had, like, pretty chill games on it. The vi- It's like the graphics were so 
this is another thing we didn't have to worry about as much as kids. Like the graphics just generally could not depict violence in the same way that games today can. So yeah. even if I got my hands on like an M-rated game, <laughs> it was like, okay, you know, big deal. <laughs> like you could you couldn't yeah. really tell too much of what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part, I think that changed once you got to like PS2 and, and GameCube and Xbox and stuff. But the first couple, you know, PlayStation One, <laughs> what's blood on that look like? I mean, come on. So, yeah, uh, I think around then is probably what I would go for as well. Yeah, like I heard six uh, years old. So I don't know if you you know who John Sandman is. He's a Rocket League YouTuber, the biggest one. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, I don't know who it is. And uh, he he said he was introduced to games at like two mm. which i thought was like pretty wild I heard that last night actually yeah i mean that's wild it's hard to say like a too early. <laughs> if i have a kid and they're like sitting next to me on the couch while i'm playing something like it depends what you mean as like introduction right like i'm sure like right. i will i'm sure that if i have kids they will encounter games pretty early because i play games but mm-hmm. i'm not gonna let them play on their own until they're like six or something mm-hmm. you know yeah so yeah, I think uh, like I, I yeah definitely like I didn't let Zayden even see like my games for the most part. Yeah, uh, he's seen a couple now. Like I think he saw Demon Souls. I think I was just like farming stuff one day. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I was I think it was the Bloodborne Reddit or something, and they were like, oh yeah, my six year old daughter drew this picture of like one of the bosses it's like what the fuck dude like they're just chilling there watching you yeah play bloodborne dude? that's a, like, that's a no from me dog that's a no yeah. from me yeah. yeah first of all they're just sitting there watching you play games yeah that's number one two it's bloodborne <laughs> what are you doing i thought that was a little there's a lot I mean, of questionable has got their own different styles you, you, but you yeah know. exactly exactly you do you and that's really like the only the biggest there's not like a right or a wrong typically it's like you're raising your child with your values you know yep it's not like a right or a wrong there might be there there's some big things yeah that are like right and wrong but you know getting hung up on that stuff is pretty easy and so just doing what you feel is right is usually the right answer because mm-hmm. if then if you're just trying to be someone you're not then you know that's not going to go great either for sure <clears throat> well said well said but yeah i'd be curious to hear because we do have a lot of parents in the discord you know what do you guys what do you guys think what have you been doing i know there's a lot of people who have like really young kids in the discord who are like you know only like one or two or something like that so like I'd be curious to hear what, what your guys's plans are for how to handle that uh, as the kids get older but yeah, good good question, Smackerly. Thank you for that. All right, let's get into uh, our other Patreon submitted question. We only have two this week, so pretty chill. Uh, this one comes to us from Skrillis. Eli, do you want to read us in on this one? Sure. Should skill-based trophies start being removed from the game, or is it completely acceptable to have skill-based trophies? He is completely completely sure that it's okay to have skill-based trophies yeah not every platinum trophy should be obtained by everyone okay all right let's start with that uh daryl what do you think of this skill-based trophies you're 
definitely the guy that I think out of the three of us people in the Discord know as you do the hard games, you do all the really intense stuff. Um, how would you feel if trophies just didn't touch on that at all? You know, and there was no trophies for difficulty in a game or anything like that. Oh, man. I, I think life as a gamer would be peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I wouldn't have to, like, stress so much and, you know, have to find out, like, different strats on how to beat, like, some tough areas. You know, if, if they were, if they decided to just do away with skill-based trophies, I think it would definitely make my time as a gamer much more funner and easier. But, you know, I feel like there would just be something missing you know, at the core of my whole existence, like, dude, this is just too easy. I need a challenge. So I'm totally okay with um, skill-based trophies being in games. I think they make my time with the game more exciting. And I feel like I just have more memorable moments with games that, like, just totally kick my ass. And, like, you know, I was finally able to overcome that. Um... I mean, I do like the fact that he's like he's cool with it, and like not every you know gamer should have a platinum trophy just because it's that easy to get. I feel like you actually gotta work for them. So depending on like the type of game you're playing, whether it's like something easy or something like a little bit more challenging, I think it's uh, I think it makes sense to have like skill based trophies. It just makes it. At least for me, when I say it, you know, you guys have heard me mention like a few games that are pretty, pretty damn near hard to get, you know, the Platinum 4. And I, I like my games to be challenging. That's just me as a gamer. I just like challenging stuff. I like things to not be easy. And yeah, that's, that's just how I like to play my games, man. I yeah. do like to take it easy once in a while. I do like to take it easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to you got to switch it up. But I think I pretty much agree with you and with Skrillis where I think it would just be really boring if Trophyless didn't have that. I'm not saying that like it should be required like a difficulty should be required to like beat the game. I, I mean, they, you have to separate like two things out. Like one we're talking about trophies here, right? I'm I'm fine with there being skill-based trophies and skill-based difficulty related trophies. Like I don't necessarily think that's the same as saying that there should be like every game needs to be really easy or every game needs to be really hard, right? They're kind of, I don't know. They're kind of like separate things like trophies. When you really think about it as much as we love them and that's what the show is about. It's like, it's an extra icing on the cake. Like a lot of people will play games and never engage with this ecosystem beyond like looking at the trophies they got in a game when they finally finish it and be like, Oh cool. I got like these couple, whatever, move on. Right. They don't give a shit. Um, so I don't know. I would, I would find it really boring if trophy list didn't have difficulty related trophies, but I also think that there's a lot of games like we, we keep coming back to them cause they're great examples, but from soft games do not have difficulty related trophies, but they're really hard trophy list, right? Like we could agree that they're because the game is hard. Uh, I'm looking at Elden ring right now. It's at a 42.6% on PSM profiles for the platinum. What? Oh, it's Damn. Good. yeah, it's good. I know, but even still, like forty-two point six percent—that's wild. Even if you it's look tough. at just like look at one of the endings, right? Without the saves coming piece, it's like forty-five percent, right? That's like a hundred-hour super hard game. 
Yeah, I mean, if you, like for people who are not trying to trophy hunt in it, it'll probably take them a hundred hours. That's my that's my guess. Because if you're just exploring and just like actually playing the game, like, well, just because you're not trophy you know, hunting doesn't mean you're just walking around exploring aimlessly. No, but I think you like allow yourself that time to just like. There is definitely when I got to the last third of the game, I stopped exploring everywhere because I knew I didn't need to. Right? I was like, okay, well, for the trophies, I just need to do this, or I just need to go find this thing, or I just need to go to this weapon. And um, so, like, my first like fifty hours with the game, or first forty hours with the game, were a lot more like natural, sort of just like going wherever I felt like. Um, either way, we're splitting hairs. Let's say it's seventy yeah. or eighty hours. Doesn't matter. Like, it's it's a long game that's difficult. And it's got a really high platinum percentage, and it doesn't have difficulty-related trophies, you could argue. Uh, whereas there's something like, you know, Wolfenstein 2 with Meinleben, like, I'm, I'm totally fine with that trophy existing. Again, we've said it a thousand times, I don't think it should be a bronze trophy. But I'm fine with the trophy existing, because for someone who wants to do that and put in the work, I think there should be a reward. Um, and so, I guess, like... You know, to kind of rehash everything we've already said many times, I totally agree. Like, I just think that not every platinum should be obtainable by everyone, and you have mm-hmm. to be willing to separate the discussion around trophies, which are an additional metagame outside of the game, from this whole argument that's now coming to head in the last couple of years of accessibility in games and making it so that people can at least experience and play every, like everyone can play every game, which is a separate discussion that is a little bit more nuanced. And I don't know exactly where I fall on that sometimes, but as far as platinums, no, not everyone should be able to get every platinum. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't mean I don't think you should be able to play the game, but you know, if you can't beat the game on the hardest difficulty and there's a trophy for that, sorry, you can't get the platinum. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Uh, what, what, what about you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this. I feel the same way. They should, they should definitely not go away, but I would love to see a little more thought into them. Yeah. If the developers are going to put those in. So yeah. I agree. There could definitely be the reward. Uh, and like, like with mine leaving, it's, it's uh, got a reputation. It's become infamous in the trophy hunting community. Yeah. Right. So there's that whole, you know, there's that whole thing. Not every game with like ridiculous trophies are like that. Uh, so it's not as sweet of a reward, I would say, you know, as mine leaving would be. But um, yeah, just some more like, because I'm sure there's plenty of other like ridiculous trophies that are like that. Um, maybe not as egregious, but, you know, mm-hmm. um, like the uh, Devil May Cry are pretty notoriously hard, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll think, but yeah, those the Devil May Cry Five is like yeah. yeah I don't want it to be free, but you know, don't do stupid shit like make it a bronze or you know, I don't know. Yeah, a little more thought would be nice sometimes, if because you know it's definitely something developers can just brush off. Yeah, I think my favorite are the trophies that are difficult without being tied to a, a actual game difficulty. Like, mm-hmm. if, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, without it being tied yeah. to, like, beat the game on Nightmare, like, make a really hard trophy mm-hmm. in and of itself, you know? that That is, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm describing that well, but yeah. I think you guys know what I mean. Yeah, um, and, like, and like stuff like the God of War, where there's, like, the thousand-hit combo. Yeah. One, where it's, like, 
you have to do a glitch to get it, basically. Yeah, right? or or at least that's that's the easiest way to get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, is there a place in the game you can get a thousand hit combo without a glitch, though? Really? I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's not. But I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. But like yeah, a thousand yeah. hits, dude, in in like a linear game like that, where what once you defeat the amount of enemies, you move on to the next area. I don't know about that. But yeah. anyways, like stuff like that, you know, is is kind of what you're talking about, where there's like a a challenge to do. But yeah, there was more more thought into it, where you could just like reload an area and you know do this difficult task and then you get the trophy mm -hmm. after you struggled with it for so long or something you know yeah exactly That's like the valkyries yes exactly exactly which the valkyries on easy even are not like completely trivial i mean they are if you farmed in your late game right because pat experienced that recently but like if you went in and you just fought them as you encountered them yeah. even on easy like they well, are going to be somewhat challenging yeah even the queen on easy I found the queen on easy challenging. challenging. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, exactly for sure. Like, like that was still that was well thought out. You know that like that's a very fair. You know, but it's not a mind leaving though either. So yeah, know, there's exactly yeah. it's a scale, it's a spectrum, <laughs> really. You know, um, <clears throat> funny, funny thing. Um, so I have a a buddy, a guy I met through playing Friday the Thirteenth. He told me he's playing uh, Wolfenstein Two. Uh, pretty soon, actually. And when I hear, like, people who have played or who are playing Wolfenstein or playing games or I play that were really challenging, it kind of sparks this thing, like, oh, man, you know, he's going to have, like, such a hard time. There's going to be this part where he's just going to, like, have to figure out how to get through it. And, you know, it kind of brings me down memory lane, like, man, I walked that. And yeah. It's kind of cool to see other players try to go through it and try to attempt it as well. So it's always cool to see like other people who are like attempting it or have been through it. So it's really cool, like like when people play like these kind of games with these kind of skill based trophies. Mm -hmm. It makes me think like, oh man, we've all done it. We've all had like our our share of like stress and headaches, and it's cool to kind of see people have like persevered through these kind of games. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And again, you can play Wolfenstein Two on easy and enjoy it, and that's fine. Right, you have to separate that from the trophies. Trophies don't need to be tailored to the easiest degree. Games, I think, there's a more nuanced discussion about should everyone be able to play every game. And I'm not going to get into that, but it, I think it's you know my views on that change regularly. So, um, yeah, good good question though, Grills. Appreciate that. Uh, anything else to add before we get into our trophy list discussions, boys? Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So we've got three games prepared for you. We're going to be talking about their trophy lists and breaking them down. Now, I didn't have as much time to research as I would like, given the honeymoon, but I feel pretty prepared, and I'm feeling good. Now, who wants to go first, I guess, is my question. You guys want me to go? Do you guys have a desire to share with the world what you found out? How do you guys want to do this? doesn't matter Don't to me. Don't you go, Mr. Prepared. You go, sir. All right. You go newlywed. Newlywed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm going to be talking about Super Perils of Baking, which is a game developed by Lily Mo, which is the studio that uh, Colin Moriarty owns 49% of. Uh, the guys, the guy who you know runs Last Stand Media, Sacred Symbols, Defining Duke, all that kind of stuff. So 
This guy has uh, been in the industry for a while, and he's a gamer, and he's a trophy hunter. Now, I should be clear, he wrote the story for the game, and I think a lot of the dialogue, text boxes, stuff like that, but he didn't make the game that's made by Lily Mo, and he only owns 49%, so it's, he doesn't own the studio. I think I've said that incorrectly in the past. He owns a big chunk of the studio, but not the whole studio. So with that out of the way, the game just released yesterday, you guys, on June 3rd, and I bought it at like 3 a.m. because I woke up to go uh, to get ready for my flight uh, to fly home yesterday. And I looked and on my wish list, it was like, hey, the game's available. And so I purchased it before I got on the plane. And, you downloaded uh, it? No, I downloaded it downloaded yesterday. It yeah, I did it last night because um, I didn't leave it in rest mode when I was gone. So I don't know if I could have. I don't know if that, how that works, actually. So anyway, I downloaded it when I got home and I played a little bit. I'll talk about more of that later, but I can just, you know, that was more just to get an idea of the trophy list myself. And I actually took the approach of, I didn't look at the list at all until I was done with my session. So I played for like two hours yesterday and then I finally pulled up the list. And hmm. then now I've obviously looked at like the lists. And the interesting thing I think about this game is that there's two completely different lists, one for the PS4 version and one for the PS5 version. I say completely different. There are two different lists, and the PS5 list is actually harder than the PS4 list, and this is done on purpose. Uh, he's calling this said so in interviews. I should also point out that if you guys are big fans of PS5 trophies, the YouTuber and the guide creator, he helped work on the trophy list for this game. Uh, he collaborated with Lilimo on the trophies, so that's pretty cool. So we've got a list that's designed by trophy hunters for trophy hunters, and I think it's a pretty successful list overall. I'm playing the PS4 version because I'm a wimp and I wanted something easy. <laughs> and I was like, if I really like the game, I will go and I will get the PS5 version uh, at a different point, right? And it's, a, it's sort of like a prestige. This is something we've talked about a lot where it's like, if you could prestige a list for a game, you know, wouldn't that be cool? Well, this is kind of that. And they've actually gone back, uh, Eli, and done this with Habroxia 2, another game we've talked about on the show, where the PS5 version for that game came out and the trophy list is different and really hard than the PS4 version. And hmm. if you own the PS4 version, you get the PS5 one for free. So, um, Interesting. Not sure how I feel about that, honestly. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? It's. I like the idea of like having a different list, list and like so you can't just completely scum it or do the exact same thing. But it also takes away from like, hey, I really enjoyed that experience. I want to do it again. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess then you just don't get a platinum if you want to do the same thing if you really enjoyed it. But right, I, I don't know. It's a it's a toss up, honestly, for me. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's hard for me to say just how much tougher the PS5 list is. I'll compare the two. That's kind of what I was going to do today is compare the two. But um, because I haven't gotten super far in it yet. But it's mm -hmm. de it's definitely harder. I think Habroxia two the PS5 list is like really tough they designed it to be like really tough on purpose that the super perils of baking is harder on ps5 but from what i can tell just looking at it it doesn't seem drastically harder sort of like a halfway step so anyway um this is also a remake of their very first game lily mo's very first game is perils of baking which eli and i have both platinumed and played um fun little platformer yeah remember that game it's a remake, though? It's not a sequel? It's a remake. Yep. Interesting. Yep. So how the first one was sort of like an homage to like the original like Mario's, like NES Mario's, this one is supposed to be more like Super Mario World, right? So it's like the 16-bit version instead of the 8-bit version. 
So they've gone in, they've added a story, they've redone some of the character designs, like that kind of stuff. But by and large, if you liked Perils of Baking, I'm pretty sure you're going to like this game. Perils of Baking, for me, was my fastest ever Platinum achieved, according to my PSN Profiles profile. Um, I did it basically in like a day and a half. I just loved that game. And so I knew I was going to like this. Um, but let's get into it. So the PS4 version, which is the one that I'm playing, has 47 trophies. So it's got the Platinum, of course, but then it has four Golds, four Silvers, and 38 Bronzes. Not a huge fan of the distribution. PS5 trophies, what the fuck? Uh, but that's okay. I think I think there's too many bronzes is the, is the problem that I have. Too oh but the interesting thing, just to point out, the, the PS5 version is four golds, five silvers, 36 bronzes. So there's less trophies actually in the PS5 version than in the PS4 version. All right? So mm-hmm. that's the first p- point of comparison. But by and large, the, the trophies are, are pretty simple, and the artwork is all this retro pixel-style artwork in various colors so the bronze trophies are bronze the silver trophies are silver are silver colored the gold ones are gold that kind of theme that we've seen in a lot of games take where the color scheme of the trophy artwork matches the rarity of the trophy they've they've done that same thing here there's also let me scroll back up there's 10 hidden trophies in the game but they're all story related so you don't need to reveal or look at any of them if you don't want to when you're playing through the game which is pretty cool i think yeah um but there's a lot of stuff that's kind of just like miscellaneous, right? So this is a platformer where it's similar to like Donkey Kong Country or something. There's in every single level, there's going to be four, four letters hidden in the level that spell out the word bake, right? And on top of that, there's little cookies, which basically are the coins that you collect as you go through the maps and the stages. The, every single level has a secret that you can find. Sometimes that's a secret exit sometimes and like a warp pipe kind of like super mario world sometimes it's just like a hidden area with a bunch of coins and then every single level also has a time like a par time so you can try to beat it under par time or something like that and then every single level also has a little medal you get on it for a flawless run and that's for beating the whole level without getting hit very similar to mario you have one hit point but if you collect enough cookies, you get a second hit point and you get a little bigger. And if you get a th- enough hip, uh, enough cookies after that, you get a third hit point and you get a chef hat that gives you some like ranged combat and like kind of like the fireballs in Mario when you get the, the flower power-ups, right? So it's, it's very much like that. Um, so just an example for some of the trophies. Defeat a cookie chad with a melee attack is beware of blue visors. So that's killing a certain enemy in the game with a melee attack, which you only get once you have the chef hat. Finish a boss fight with one HP. Succumb to an airborne enemy. So die while you're like, you know, get killed from an enemy from above. Collect bake in any minecart level. So that's again, collect all four letters in a minecart level. So there's traditional like platforming levels in the game, like Mario. Then there's sections where you're underwater, which I know what you're thinking. Swimming sections in games suck, but this is actually not too bad, I will say. And then there's levels where you're in a minecart that is constantly moving and you just jump and go in between different like pathways and get to the end of the level. So that collect bacon in any minecart level is just find all the letters in any of the minecart levels, of which there are quite a few, I think. And then there's complete a level without collecting any cookies or any coins. That's an example of a, a trophy that I think is harder than it sounds and is not like difficulty specific. 
but it'd be the equivalent of trying to get through a whole level in Mario without getting any coins. And a lot of those coins are placed on like the main path. And when you're jumping over enemies or jumping from one platform to the next, you're automatically going to get a lot of those coins. So that trophy is actually like a kind of tough one to do. Um, I think that's an example of one of those fun, like hard ones that we were kind of looking for. Yes. Earlier. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's a pretty cool one. Um, yeah. Every time you kill an enemy in the game, the unique enemy, you collect its recipe, quote unquote, which is basically just like a descri- like a lore entry for the, for the monster, which is kind of funny. And there's a trophy called Martha Stewart for collecting 10 recipes, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> there's also one called Julia Child for earning all the recipes. If you know who uh, Julia Child is, she's one of the most famous uh, female chefs and wrote a lot of cookbooks back in the day. And um, yeah, so, so pretty cool kind of like assortment of stuff there. Then you have some sort of troll trophies. There's a bronze called a bronze for babies, which I think is funny. Take 10 minutes to finish any level. Now, most of the levels have a par time of around a minute and a half to two minutes. <laughs> so this one, yesterday I did earn this, and I basically just because I, I went, I've got toward the end of the level, I put my controller down, and I had to go talk to Stephanie about something, and I was like brushing my teeth. And then I came back and beat the level, and I earned it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so that one's kind of funny. You like have to like purposely try to go for it. And, and then there's stuff like you know collect 100 cookies during the credits. Um, there's one for beating every major boss in the game, you know, and just some other kind of like pretty funny ones. Like I, I was, like I said, I was just messing around with the game before I looked at the list and I earned some of these just on accident, right? Which is like push a flaming marshmallow into a bottomless pit. There's a certain type of enemy that's a flaming marshmallow that just hops back and forth and you can't kill it. But if you have the chef hat on, you can melee it and you can like move it away from like an area. And so I had the chef hat on and I realized I could do that. And I was like, huh, I'll just push it into the pit so I don't have to deal with it anymore. And then boom, trophy popped. And there was a couple different times like that in the game where I was like, oh, cool. Like things that I would just like naturally do going through the game in the most efficient way are earning me trophies. So I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah. And so it's the, the harder trophies in the game come towards the bottom in the golds. <clears throat> so there are 55 levels in the game, which is quite a few, I think. One of the silver trophies is to collect all the letters for bake in 20 of the levels. So I thought that was kind of cool. You don't have to do it in every single one, which is nice, right? You just have to do it in 20 of them. There is a gold trophy for completing New Game Plus. So you do have to, uh, you do have to beat the whole game twice. And there are two unlockable characters in the game, one of which you cannot get until New Game Plus. And there is a trophy for unlocking all of them, so you have to do New Game Plus anyway. Another trophy called Don't Tell Anyone for Finding All 55 Secrets. So every single level has a secret, like I said. They're not all huge secrets. Some are just a little extra room, but you do need to find all of them. Then there's a trophy called Fast Food for beating the goal, uh, the time, like the goal for the time in the level on 20 of the levels. So again, you don't have to do every level, just about, you know, a little less than a, or a little more than a third of them. And then earn a flawless run on 20 levels. So that's like beat the whole level without getting hit for about 20 of the 55. Now, that's pretty cool. The golds, I think, are, are fun because other than the secrets, you don't have to do everything on every level. You can select like the 20 levels that you want to do the part-time and the flawless run for. But just as a quick shout-out here, when you compare the PS5 trophy list, those gold, gold trophies become different. 
collect bake in all 55 levels. Beat the, the time goal in all 55 levels. Earn a flawless run in all 55 levels, right? So the PS5 version is kind of the same idea, but like upped versions, right? Is there a save? You transfer your save? No, you just have to do it all again. Huh. Yep. So yeah, what if you did it all on PS5 and then you would have done? Oh, I know. With 20 levels. Yeah, that's a good point. I think I'm glad we're talking about the game on here because for Trophy Hunters, like for people listening to this episode, and if, if I didn't know that the two versions had different trophy lists, I'd be pissed. If I started the PS5 one and then realized like it was a way harder list than the PS4 one, right? I'd be, I'd be kind of annoyed. So just mm-hmm. be aware that they are different. So when you buy this game, like I said, it's only $10, which I think is a really great deal. You get both versions. So be sure to download the version you want that, that corresponds to the trophy list that you want. Obviously, the PS5 trophies are going to be rarer and worth more points for our race, stuff like that for the Platinum. But the PS4 one is probably going to be a more chill, enjoyable experience. So my plan is to do the PS4 list see how much I liked it getting the platinum. If I really loved it, maybe I'll hop into the PS5 one at a later date. But if not, then, you know, it'll just kind of sit there and that's okay too. The last thing I'll say is I didn't really notice a theme in the overall trophy list, like names of the trophies. Like I said, there is some for like Julia Child, Martha Stewart, right? The ones for earning the recipes that are kind of clever. Fast food is the trophy to beat the time goal in the 20 levels, right? That kind of makes sense. But I do know in Lily Mo's previous games, uh, Twin Breaker and in Hibroxia, typically the lists uh, have a little bit more like hidden meaning to them. I think one of the two of those games had like all song titles actually as the trophy names. I didn't get a chance to really dig into it too much on that. So, you know, I'm sorry if someone listening has noticed something else in, in the trophy list names that I have not noticed. But so far, I didn't notice anything like that. Um, it just kind of seemed like clever names for what the trophy description is. So another, like two more examples, like Close Encounter is the name of the trophy to finish a boss fight with one HP, right? Kind of makes sense. Collect only the A letter in any level, and the name of that trophy is A for effort. Pretty pretty cool. Like I said, a lot of the, the trophies are similar in the PS5 version, a couple of them that are different, uh, break a candy snail shell using a candy jar. That's called Candy Crunch. That's not in the PS4 version. Take or bounce off 10 different enemies without touching the ground is a 10x combo. That's a PS5 trophy, but not in the PS4 list. So there are some differences, but there's actually more overlap in the list than I thought there would be. Like half of the trophies are exactly the same. I, I don't know. Overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, with the list, I'm pretty happy with what I've played of the game so far, which is, according to my in-game clock, about an hour and 55 minutes. I would assume, since the game just came out yesterday, there's no like guide for this just yet, but I would assume this, guy, this game will take you anywhere between 10 to 12 hours to platinum. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm really uh, enjoying it so far. Do you guys have any questions about per- Super Perils of Baking? I do not. Nothing. Got none. Okay. Well, yeah, I recommend you guys check it out if you're a fan of the other Lilymo games. If you liked Hybroxia, Twin Breaker, Hybroxia 2, the original Perils of Baking, check this out. Um, I think it's pretty good, and it's a really fun, like, kind of light platformer game to play that you don't have to think too hard about. So that's my plug for that. Super Perils of Baking, available on PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, Xbox Next-gen Xbox, sorry, and uh, Switch as well. It's out on everything, so you can get it anywhere. 
But uh, trophies, of course, get it on PlayStation. Who's up? Let's see. What, uh, Eli, what do you got? What do you got for us today? Uh, I've got a stretch and a game called Deadcraft. Deadcraft. You know how to do it. Is it with a K or with a C? A Ooh. C. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it came out May 19th. It's so a pretty recent. Okay. That's why I picked it. And another reason I picked it is because it's like uh, Minecraft meets Diablo. Whoa. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't I can't remember how I found this. Looking at new games, I think. And uh, saw Deadcraft. I had to, had to check it out. Um, it is produced. It's published by Marvelous USA Incorporated and Marvelous Europe Limited, mm. which I've, I've never heard of. It's available on both PS4 and PS5. I think they have the same list. The yeah, the the whole Minecraft and Diablo thing is is definitely what grabbed me, and and the art style is pretty sick. It looks like uh, very like, comically dark, very brutal. Not comic as like kitty, but it's just like that. Don't want to say Fortnite, but like. The graphics aren't great, but they've made good use of it to make it. It's almost like uh, Borderlands. Oh, yeah. Know? It's kind of like cell shaded. I'm looking at the trailer right now. So, yeah. Yep. It's it's kind of like that where but it's it's very the game is very brutal. Like you're chopping zombie heads off in the guillotine using that to uh, to craft new things. So that's a big, you know, it's a top down. Um, kind of wave-based zombie survival with crafting. Oh, whoa. Yeah, you, this, uh, this looks cool. Yeah, it looks pretty dope. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it it looks kind of budget, but it looks very charming at the same time. Like, it looks like they, you know, maybe that was, like, the intent, but maybe they had a budget, but they definitely worked with it. I think it looks pretty good for, uh, you know, the style that it is. Um, and like with the whole, the whole crafting thing these days, you know, as we saw in horizon, which I guess isn't these days, <laughs> but still, uh, with crafting in games, it can be a real toss up, whether it's too much and it looks, it looks deep enough to keep you interested and engaged, but not too deep where you get like lost in all these crazy menus and you don't have enough supplies to do stuff. You know, there's a town where you can buy things and plenty of quests to do to like obtain these resources. And I hear it's I hear it's very like the best way to go about it is to play through the story and the stuff they want you to and not just like get bogged down grinding stuff. Because as you kill these zombies, you get their parts and you can like plant them and grow zombies. And uh, I think you can also grow normal food. And you'll eat. Or drink stuff, depending on which way you want your bar to go. So there's a human bar and a zombie bar. Hmm. And I'm not exactly sure what the human bar does. But the more zombie you go, you have uh, better attacks and abilities. Like, you just unleash crazy attacks. Like I keep seeing this one where, like, a huge arm comes out. Like, a big swinging zombie arm comes out and just whaps everything. So you're I think you're trying to balance that. I mean, I guess the human would just be like, I don't know, like humanity and not becoming a zombie, you know? Yeah. Um, so you have to balance that and 
grow you can grow zombie parts you can even grow zombies themselves and like create an army um and then so besides all that like fun gameplay is what it looks like uh when i when i found it, of course went to see trophies and it's a pretty easy list from what i'm seeing it looks like there's only 77 game owners and uh 21 recent players with 15 platinum achievers according uh this is on psm profiles so are you on the ps5 remote. list or the ps4 i honestly don't know how to see that i'm pretty sure i'm on five yeah okay Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm on five. I'm yep. on five. Yep, okay. I I clicked on the PS4 one, so the stats were a little guy. different. But yep. Oh, yeah, it's even less. Yep. It's even less on the... Uh, well, <clears throat> less owners. I think more Platinums, though. Oh, yes. Just about. Yes. Well, kind of close. But yeah, there's not a lot of people playing it. And But the, the trophies, the Platinums at 18.99% on uh, PSN, it's... On PSN profiles and three point five on the app, and yeah, the, on the it's PS4 like, version, it's forty two point eight, just for reference. So, oh my, I know. I so yeah. I think just more people are playing it on PS4, yeah. probably because more people own PS4. So yeah, that's all. Yeah. Yep. Um, or more more people bought it on the PS5. So oh yeah 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 you're they, right you're right the percentage is less because. Yeah. Yeah, math There's is hard. Less, Sorry, less I... trophy hunters, <laughs> less trophy hunters than gamer, just regular gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the so the list is pretty obtainable. A lot of things are very high percent, which is um, it seems like a little discouraging. Like the, the lowest stuff is eighteen percent, um, and those don't even look too bad. Um, this one you have to reach, you have to complete wave twenty five in the death gauntlet. And uh, I have not played this, so I don't know exactly how it works. But, you know, you have this home base and you go out to different areas to fight these zombies. Um, and so I don't know where or what the Death Gauntlet is, but that's one of the more rare ones. And then uh, this Furious, a Furious Road is travel the junkyard with a sleigh at high, with the sleigh at high speed. So I'm guessing that's your, uh, your fast travel type of vehicle and you just go through the town or your home or something like at top speed. Oh, and yes. Then, yep. Okay. Yeah. And then the last one here is handyman, which is craft all items at a crafting table. That's the other most rare one. So not everything above everything besides those are like 20% above. Wow. I'll knock all the, the golds and lock all skills, learn all the recipes. Um, create a golden vegetable dish, harvest a hundred crops, craft all, you know, that's the one that's rare. Um, but yeah, so gather 500 items. Nothing here is that crazy. And it looks like a pretty fun game. Um, the artwork is pr- kind of lame. It's all just a zombie hand with a thumbs up, which as you watch the trailer, I'm sur- sure you saw that little clip of a hand. Yes, I did. You see that? Yeah, yeah, they go through the guillotine and like this bloody zombie hand come flies up. Oh the yeah, and it's doing the thumbs a little up. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where they grab that from. Uh, they sure, they sure like that in the trailer. <laughs> they <sure laughs> I've seen just like researching this game. It's like I've seen that like oh, too many times. It looks um, also kind of like a planted zombie hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it look more planted in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, huh. yeah, I think it's a pretty interesting game. Uh, you know, a nice mix of Diablo-style combat where, you know, you can buff your buff your skills based on what you grow and what you drink and how much zombie you want to be. There's a little bit of depth there. Um, you know, nice little crafting avenue and uh, planting and growing and creating a base and having that, you know, um, that satisfaction in a game. And you're going to most likely get the platinum. So I think it's pretty dope. Yeah, I, I wanted to, uh, for Maximum, if you're listening, I wanted to call out, I really like the uh, the Platinum artwork. I mean, I know it's the same symbol, yeah. but the color spectrum on that's actually really cool. Um, and he always is a big fan of good-looking Platinums. So, yeah, yeah I, I was going to call that, that out, cool. how, the, how shiny it is. Yeah, super, super shiny, dude. And also, yeah. um, there's a demo for this game for the PS4 version and the PS5 version. So if you want to yes. try the demo, you can do that. $24.99 Ooh. for uh, PS4 and PS5 version. Okay. And then there's a deluxe edition for $40 bucks with that comes with a DLC. And then, yes, there are there are two downloads for each system. Okay. Damn. It's probably a little more than I would like to pay for it, but not by much. Yeah. Like, I was hoping yeah. it'd be like 20 you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but 25 yeah, yeah. is not horrible. Yeah, it's not horrible. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow, that's funny. There's some speaking of uh, super perils of baking, dude. There's a three star chef trophy I just saw. Nice. <laughs> Create a golden vegetable dish, dude. Let's go. <laughs> They're vegetarians. They're... Who? These people. The zombie hunters in the sh- in the game. Oh. They must be, dude. Oh. Golden vegetable dish. Well. You're also eating zombies. Okay. All right. Well, back <laughs> <laughs> to the zombie thing. How long would it take? <laughs> uh, uh, it, it looks like one person pulled on how long to beat. Only one person. It just came out. So uh, their average was 18 hours for main and extras. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad, though. Yeah. I mean, it can't be that bad with that per- a percentage like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's no way I could be like, <clears throat> no i i like the art style and i like the top-down aspect of it a lot yeah it, it looks pretty a, cool yeah i think it's a interesting unique game that i wanted to call out that has a decent list that you know yeah dude that's worth a spot on our show yeah nice find good job on that this is cool and i've never heard of this before i'm pretty stoked mm-hmm. maybe i'll add it to my uh to my wish list. The one, the one thing that I'm not sure about, because you said there's a DLC, so I looked up, and you're right, yeah, so the DLC, but I don't see a separate trophy guide for it, so I don't know if the DLC has trophies or not. So something, yeah. to be, something to be aware of. It might be one of those things where if you get the base game, you won't actually have the 100% on PSN profiles. So Yeah, I'm wondering about that. I thought I saw something about Brandon being the last boss. But there's this gold for de- defeating New Braun. Hmm. So now yeah, that would kind of that would kind of suck if that was a DLC. Because hmm. right, there's there's one of the DLCs is named "It Came from the Junkyard." Okay. Now I wonder if that sled has to riding the sled through the junkyard has to do with that DLC. I don't know. Oh. Oh, interesting. But that just that could just be like what they used 
as the title. You know, it might not be you gain access to the junkyard. You know. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to call out just because I didn't. You gave good stats, and I didn't on mine. Um, four PSM profiles right now on Super Perils of Baking. Uh, so there's one platinum achiever for the PS4 version, and this just came out yesterday, literally yesterday. So can't be that bad, right? One platinum achiever. Um, and on the PS5 version, there are two platinum achievers. So the harder list actually has more people who have it so far. It's kind of interesting. Um, although, you know what? Hmm. 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 What's up? One of the people who has it, the first achiever was PS4, PS underscore four trophies on May 31st. So I think that's Brian. I think that's PS5 trophies was the first to get the platinum in it because he has it before the game even came out. Yep. And same thing with Breath of Water, which must be that must be one of the guys who worked on the game because it was again on June 1st before the game even came out. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just checking here. June Breath of Water. So one person who didn't work on the game has the platinum so far for Super Perils. So yeah, so it was one platinum achiever on. On PS4. PSN profile too. Yeah. Yeah, on the PS4 version. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Sorry, I just wanted to give you some stats on that. So yeah. if you're if you're and worried about the race, the PS4 version right now is actually worth more points than the PS5 version. Weirdly enough, even though it's the easier mm-hmm. list. Oh so. uh, yeah. Uh and quick call out. I was looking at this DLC. Oh, okay. Yep. It says a hulking behemoth named Revenant arrives with an undead army in tow. Oh, so shit. it is not one of those on the list. The Revenant is not on the dead craft list. Okay, so, so maybe no trophies for that. Yeah. All right. Should be cool. That would be I'd, cool. I'd rather have like DLC without trophies. Yeah, me too. Honestly, because then I don't get punished for buying the deluxe version. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you like, <laughs> just want more of the game you really like it then play more of the game but you don't have to trip about trophies i'll tell you what man i literally just added it to my to my wish list dead crap wow yep look at you if it goes on sale maybe like 15 bucks or something i might pick it up okay, okay. looks fun actually yeah looks yeah. really fun um cool well thank you for that good find on that thank you. pretty pretty sick uh daryl what do you got for us this week I got I got a big one for you guys. Oh, I got Sniper Elite Five. Oh shit! I was dude. wondering if you were gonna do that last time, the yeah. last episode. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I was gonna do it, but then you know, for this episode, I really wanted to do the quarry, but it didn't have a whole lot of information for me to go off. So I decided to follow back on this one. Oh, when does that come out? Oh, June tenth. So it comes out next yeah. Friday. Yep. yep. Okay. There's a trophy list out, but they don't have any trophy um, trophy rarities up yet. They just got the descriptions. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So Sniper Elite Five, you can pick this up already. It came out May 26, so about a week and a half ago. Uh, story makes the return of Carl Fairburn. I guess he's like the series protagonist. I do remember him from. Sniper Elite 4. I don't know if he's been the protagonist throughout the entire series, though, but makes his return. Uh, he's in France. 
trying to figure out this Nazi project called Project Kraken. So that's kind of like the whole, whole basis of the game. Uh, produced and developed by Rebellion. It made all the Sniper Elite games. And it's an open world shooter that offers single player, co-op, and even multiplayer. This game is 60 bucks. And the information provided by PowerPix shows this game's difficulty at about 4 out of 10, 20 hours to platinum, 23 online trophies, no missables, awesome, and there's a DLC. Total trophies that you're looking at is 54 total with 1 platinum, 2 golds, 10 silvers, and Colin's favorite 49 bronzes. Oh my god, there's Ew. 62 trophies in this game, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a massive that's bronze just, count. Oh my god, alright. Anyway, for these, fuck, <laughs> these fuckers, dude. Is this the same people who made... It is. Okay, they made Strange Brigade as well. Just wanted to double check. Yes. Yep. That's them. Okay. On PSN profiles, platinum percentage is at 5.46% with a 0.2% on the PlayStation app. So, uh, first thing I'll call out is just the artwork. Um, I do find the artwork to be pretty cool. It's like a light shade pastel look to it. And it reminds me of like the artwork I've seen in Fallout. This comical oh. look to it. It's, <laughs> it's well drawn out. I like it. It's oh, pretty man. cool. This is a lot cool. of effort. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I think the coolest one on there is as quiet as a mouse. It shows a mouse holding a sniper rifle. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, what the fuck? Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's super cool. I also like Snake oh. in the Grass. That looks like something I would draw. Yeah, these are really cool. I like it. Yeah. Probably the coolest one I've reviewed in a long time. For sure. Very nice. Some of the things I've seen in this list that kind of um, stood out to me or I know it's like from a, like something pretty popular is like Sniper Elite. I really like the, the trophy look or the platinum look. It, it immediately made me think of like the trophy talk emblem. Oh, my God. It looks awfully similar. These fuckers, dude, they copied us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very similar. <laughs> It's like at first glance, I was like, wait, what the fuck? That's our trophy talk, you know, symbol. I'm like, what the hell? Guys, man. <laughs> um, my little friend has a rocket launcher on there for those who are Scarface fans. From Paris and Love, from Paris with Love and Lord of War. I remember those as movies. I've seen Paris with Love. I haven't seen Lord of War. I've not and either. Uh, from Paris with Love was actually pretty good. I like that movie. It starred John Travolta and uh, another fellow. I'm looking it up right now, brother. Movie. Oh, it's from 2010, movie. actually. Okay. I thought it was going to be a, a lot older, but no. it's All right. Nice. Wow. John yeah, Travolta it's, it's... looks weird in this movie. What the fuck? Yeah, that's when John Travolta started sporting that bald look. That's when it was like, he is a totally <laughs> different person once he did that. Holy moly, dude. Talk about an egghead. Yeah, seriously. Mr. Humpty Dumpty over here. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, burn After Reading is pretty cool. Collect, 
classified documents. I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. Considering like the type of game that we're talking about. Uh, so trophy breakdown, uh, some things that I, I immediately recognize. So like there's nine trophies that are dedicated to like completing each level in the game. Eight of them are obvious that you can like point out right away. Uh, one through eight are the trophies or like the trophies with one through eight. Those are the levels in the game. And number nine is not there because it's actually the trophy for completing the campaign. So it doesn't get a number. It just got some weird image. It looks like an octopus, something like like Hydra or something like in the Marvel universe. Hmm. But yeah, number nine is just for completing the campaign. Um, skill trophies, uh, you know, back to our skill based conversation. It, you have to beat the game on authentic difficulty, which is the hardest mode in the game. So authentic difficulty that includes like realistic like shooting mechanics. So you have to take into into account bullet drop, wind effects, enemies are harder. There's no HUD. So basically everything that you know you've probably experienced in other games makes up authentic difficulty. But luckily, if you are into exploits, there is a way to overcome authentic difficulty. So if you have a buddy. That is playing authentic on on authentic difficulty. They can do a manual save just before exfiltration, which is just the way their fancy way of saying like, "Oh, this is how you complete the level." Uh, just make a manual save of that uh, at that point, and just have the friend exfiltrate, and it'll count as that person completing authentic difficulty. Ah, oh, Jesus! Of course, yeah, of course. Someone's someone's got to beat it though. I guess so. It's like, yeah, one person could cheese it for a group, but hmm, interesting. Or you can play each mission on civilian, and then right before you're going to exfiltrate, you just change the difficulty from civilian to authentic. Oh, my. There's left that in there. That's like the, the Call of Duty shit, how Modern Warfare had that. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. It's like, why even put the trophies in at that point? What's the point? Yeah, I don't like... Well, first of all, good job, Daryl, finding that you can do that and telling people about it. That's good work. But I disagree with the developer leaving that in the game. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Just don't put the trophy in. I don't want to be mad at Daryl. I'm not mad at Daryl here. I'm just saying that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That that shit is in the game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It just takes the whole fun out of it. Well, you're not going to yeah, do that if you play it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, sir. <laughs> I'm going to play the, ga- the game the way it was meant to be played. Before we get too far from it, which was the one that you did? Was it the third game or the fourth game that you've platinum? I did Sniper Elite 4, the one before this one. Four. And that's the one we got. That was for the race, right? Wasn't that for? Yep. That was a free PS Plus game yep. back in 20... Would have been 2019. 2019? Yep. Or, yeah. yeah, 2019 was when we were doing the race. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Cool. Uh, some other things that I saw was, like, mastery of weapons. So, like, each class, we're looking at, like, a pistol, secondary, and rifle class. Each of those classes have six different weapons. So you have to get a certain number of kills with each um, weapon in that class. 
And looking at this game, dude, it wants you to be the ultimate killing machine. It wants you to kill German soldiers in as many creative ways possible. So you got to kill a bunch of enemies with traps, uh, booby traps. Uh, it's weird. Like, why wouldn't they just make that as one trophy? They they made it clear that you want you to kill enemies with traps and then use booby traps. Hmm. Trap is a trap, man. Like, what the hell? Uh, heavy weapons, uh, ghost kills, takedowns, kill enemies in tall grass. They want you to be, like, super creative. They want you to kill German soldiers in so many ways possible. Sounds like they're all about boobies and testicles. Oh, yeah, man. That's the next thing I'm going to talk about. Oh, no. Is <laughs> it the one in the DLC, dude? I see a trophy in here. Just <laughs> the testicular explosion we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, this game loves blowing dudes nuts off, man. I, it's so funny. Um, I just find it hilarious. I think that was like the first thing I did when I played Sniper Elite 4. I was like, oh, I'm going to shoot that guy's nuts off. Let's do it. Yeah, there is a trophy for doing that in the DLC. And of all people, it wants you to blow Hitler's balls off. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Dude, can you imagine? Like, you're just scoping down, like, two soldiers that are just having a casual conversation. They're, like, probably talking about life, kids, and, you know, what they're going to do after the war. And all of a sudden, someone's nuts just blow up in your face. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a hilarious, that's a hilarious like little trophy art too for that thing. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody want to try to say it? Das Familien uh, Jewel. Oh, so yeah, family jewels. Yeah, the das family jewels. Family... Yeah, that's that's wild, dude. <laughs> it's it pretty funny. It's pretty wild. Holy... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love to hear that with a German accent. Das Familien Jewel. That sounded pretty good, dude. Pretty oh, thanks. I took a year of German in middle school, so what do you know about oh. that? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, other things is like specific trophies that players need to carry out. Like, for example, locomotion, commotion, create an accident that destroys the train in the storage area. So you'll find a few of those that are very specific that players need to do. And killing the main antagonist. So I'm assuming the big baddie in this game is someone by the name of Muller. I think that's the big guy in this game. Because his name is mentioned several times in the trophy list. So there's, there's like... Oh yeah. yeah he's, he's the big guy you gotta take out in this uh, this new game. A pretty cool one, by the way, where you have to kill Muller with a headshot. And the trophy's name is Brains of the Operation. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Hmm. So, other than that, very, very straightforward. Everything I mentioned is strictly tied to like single player, or if you want to do it in co co op as co op mode as well. Um, the three online trophies that I did mention at the beginning is um, very similar to Deathloop. So if you're very sim, if you play Deathloop, it's very similar. So like, there's um. Ways where you can invade another player's game. So, like, in this Deathloop scenario, you know, Juliana, players would take control of Juliana. Juliana. So you have to, like, kill 
the other player in their world. So it's similar to this one. So like the invading person is called the sniper Jaeger. So in the PvP mode, you just have to invade like the other person's game, kill them, get the trophy, or you would just have to kill the invading sniper Jaeger. Very, very easy, not too bad. And Fields of Glory, I like this one a lot because it's not skill-based. You just have to complete a game and you get the trophy automatically. So, very easy online trophies. Not too difficult. And that's it. That's pretty much my review of Sniper Elite 5. I like Sniper Elite 4 a lot when I first played it. It was a game I definitely did not see myself playing. But I liked it a lot. And if I ever do get the chance, I will love to play Sniper Elite 5. Yeah, it, it definitely looks cool. I'm, I'm a big fan of the artwork, like you said. Uh, and I think the list is pretty good. I just think it's too many trophies. That's my only complaint, and that's a specific to me complaint. You know, I know a lot of people don't feel that way. Uh, but otherwise, this looks pretty good, honestly. And yeah. making me wish I would have fucking downloaded the fourth one when it was free so I could... Uh, <laughs> could try Throwing one of them out. Off. <laughs> well, just just because I've never played uh, any of these games, you know, so I have no idea how they are. I was reading one of the forum posts while you were talking there about the 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 length of the missions, and it sounds like the missions are about anywhere between ninety minutes to two hours the first time you play them, uh, but then later they can be beaten in about twenty minutes. So. Like, that sounds like a really long time, but when there's only eight missions to do, it's like, okay, so the game is like 15 to 16 hours long. That's not bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, you, uh, did you call out just the flesh wound trophy? Just the flesh wound. I did not. <laughs> well, well Monty there. Python reference, dude. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty funny. I would love a comic in the art style of the trophy art for this game. Mm. I, oh, think, I see what you mean. You know, like, make a comic of, like, one of the missions or something and, like, animate it, like, do the panels in this art style. I think it would be sick, actually. Uh, yeah, very cool. Very cool. And what I like about the, the games we chose for this week is that there's... <clears throat> they're all really good lists, I think, and they're different levels of time and money. So like super perils is like 10 bucks in like 12 hours. Like, you know, sniper, this, this one's like the higher end basically of being like, uh, probably, you know, closer to 25 or what. I don't know. I tried to look it up on how long to beat and I couldn't find anything just yet, but the game's 60 bucks, uh, on the play- PlayStation store. So it's full price game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good variety. We got, we, we, we kind of covered the middle ground and yeah, I don't know. There's some good shit. I'm looking it up right now. If you can hear my clickety clack. How long is Sniper Elite 5? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Like 16 hours. the wish list. 16 hours, dude. That's like... That's not bad. What the fuck? They must be doing the... Uh, completion is 31 hours on average. Okay. Yeah. 31 hours. So, yeah. Basically, we got like one that's like 10, one that's like 18, one that's like 30. So, for all you folks, different, different amounts. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, good job, guys. Good list, I think, for, for this episode. Agreed. In a, in a time where it's like you, it could be said that not a lot of stuff is coming out, I think we found some games that have come out that are pretty exciting for trophy hunters, even if they're not one of the ones you might have heard of, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Right on. Well, uh, anything else to add before we close up shop here, guys, on episode 60? I think we're ready to do this, man. We're ready yeah. to do it. All right. I got to piss so bad, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go, just want to plug one more time the Discord. Uh, so if you go and check out you know, our SoundCloud page or our Patreon page, there's links there to get to the Discord. Discord's a really great community. We got a bunch of good stuff going on over there, including a race, a trophy hunting race that you can be a part of. Actually, you know what? Now that I say that, I think we're past the month entry point. So if you're hearing this, you're a little too late <laughs> to get into the to this section of the race. But if you are already a part of the race, you know, keep submitting those plat shots. Um, and even if you didn't make it in for this time, you know, go and take a look at it so you can see uh, for the next leg of the race uh, what it's all about. And you can join in for that. Otherwise, I think that's it for episode 60. So where can people find you at, Daryl? Uh, you can find me shooting off Hitler's ball sack oh, wow. on Discord yeah. and PSM PlayStation <laughs> 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 okay. at the Toss the Mountain Guy. <laughs> how I do it. My God. Peace. Jesus. And uh, Eli, where can people find you at? Same place as always. The card shop. Nar Nar the card shop. Your local <laughs> game store. <laughs> your, your LGS. Oh, man. Oh, my. That's great. Uh, yeah, Narshard 13 1D. Pretty much everywhere. Hell yeah, brother. Everywhere and anywhere you want to find me, I'd be there. Yes, indeed. Uh, and you'll find me on PlayStation and on League and on YouTube at CK Present and, of course, in the Discord. It's the best place to get a hold of all of us. Thank you all for listening episode 60 of the show we'll be back in a couple weeks time with what we've been playing for the month of june in episode 61 until then we'll catch you later goodbye